Just like you lied to Chinny when you said you were going to come to his birthday party. Oh, man, we're not going on this again, are we? <laughs> yeah! All Jesus day Christ. Jesus Christ almighty. So, how are you? Let it go. I'm good. How are you? Let it go. Let it go. Why not? I'm more of a fight club kind of guy. Just let go. Look at you, you fucking pathetic. Uh, uh, <sighs> Hi, Michael Cars. There you go. Michael Cars. Who else we got in the chat? We have Rogue Pest, Soul Brother, Crazy Soul Jesus. Bro. Crazy Jesus. Rogue Pest says hello. Hello, hello. We always say hi to people because that's where we are. We're polite. Shut up. Oh. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Fuck. Right. Are we ready to go? Are you ready, Chini? Yes, I'm ready. It's exactly like Stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. Who does the bell toll for? Switch that console up before you have to press repeat, yo. Yeah, huh? Oh, come on, let's kick out. Come on, everybody. Kick me out. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Hello and welcome to show 290 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. And a big hello to Dropshot, who's made it for the beginning of the show for a change, apparently. Yay, welcome Dropshot. Sure. There you go. So, yeah, I'm Stu. I'm Duke. It's Dropshot. Oh, is it Drop? Sorry. You know, isn't it funny? Because in my head... We screwed up. We got to start all over. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here we go. Here we go. And a big welcome to Drop Short, who's made it to the beginning of the show. Shout outs now. It's time for a shout out. Hey! Shout outs. Hey! Shout out. Let's read out emails. Dynomite! Hey, funnily, we've got loads of emails this week. I'm going to shout out to... Dynomite! Dynomite! I don't even know if he's here, but... There you go. Anyway, we need some uh, of emails then. Yeah, we got no. We're not doing those at the beginning. That's we the end of the year. Jesus Christ, dude! What's the matter with you? Oh, and I don't know what's going on. Help! Um. Yeah. So, how is everyone? Are you all good? You're cracking. Good? You're cracking. Yeah. Uh, yes. I just I'd say top yeah. of the show. Top of the show. Not only, not only did I get a shit ton of grief off you guys last week because of you know uh-huh. not being able uh-huh. to attend Chinese party, being able. but I love uh-huh. that it's not able. I'm not able. Not Chose able. But him. I even got grief off you know off the overseas connection. Good on Good. their show this week because Bongo the same made a point of saying, "Oh, Stu can't make it to Chinese party." Do you know what I mean? I'm getting grief from all angles. This is not good. Stu, if your car good. exploded, that would be, I can't make it. You're choosing oh to do one thing instead of another thing. Don't make this sound like you're, you know, undergoing some liver operation. Let's not <laughs> pick on him anymore, Duke. Yeah, yeah I think we him. need to draw a line Let's under this. On. We need to draw a line. I'll, draw a line under it. I'll just draw yeah, a line draw under this. You really suck. <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. All right, moving on. Moving on, yes. Uh, yes. This week is the week. It's the week this week. week. That was the week. Uh, 
where my wife, my wife, uh, goes away to her sister's home, home alone. Oh, yeah, baby. Stu, you're like oh, the, yeah. the poster child for, like, the standard guy. Like, oh, my wife is gone. Time to... <laughs> it is. Parties. <laughs> booze. Like, not bathe for three days. Yeah, video games. Yay. <laughs> Although, if you're going to be a very typical guy, you should be playing Call of Duty, which you're not. No, I've done. No, I won't be you're playing not Call of Duty. playing a first-person Call of Duty. I'm playing any of that bollocks. Um... So yes, so I'm home alone, so I'm going to be playing some serious games this week. Uh, although it's not landed on the best of weeks because it's my longer week in. So I'm in Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday so this rude. week. So I know, I know, so oh, rude of work. God. Isn't it weird how life doesn't work out the way you want it to? I know, right? I know, I know. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get really really stuck in uh, to Batman. I think this week I think I'm gonna get stuck good, into that. Good stuff. Yeah, see how that goes, so, yeah. I mean, normally I try and finish up some older games that I started and never finished. Pile of shame, as we often call Yeah, exactly. So I thought, But I thought, screw that. I'm going to play me some Batman. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, so, yeah. you started it and you haven't finished it. That's... Yeah, correct. It's, it's halfway in the pile of shame. Yeah. You know, but there's a good chance I will finish it. Good. So, yeah, I'm going to... Don't talk about it. I am just going to do it. I'm going to finish that game, man. That's what I'm going to do. Um... So yeah, so that's happening. So yeah, I dropped her off this weekend. So I dropped her. I've got back about ooh, what time did I get back? About half seven Sorry, tonight. Is Billy with back. her or is she with you? She is no Millie's with her as well. Oh wow! So you have the house alone to yourself? I am totally. I've got ready meals kind of ready in the freezer for myself next week. But they're, they're homemade ready meals, so they're I'm not kind of like chef. You shouldn't be eating. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the 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 things that have been made into single portions and put in the freezer. So yeah, so they're all homemade. For this, you're like stoked and ready to go. I am. I'm ready to go. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be happening. So I'm gonna be playing some games. But talking of playing games, let's just get stuck straight into it this week. So. So, oh, bloody hell, it was a bit of extra on the end then. Uh, but, Duke, what have you been playing? What Witcher have you been playing? Witcher 3! I've been playing nothing but The Witcher 3! Actually, that's not true. I've also been playing some Rust. Because I had this idea... Because, okay, here's the thing with... Okay, okay, everyone calm down. Just Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. So, with Rust, the thing is, how do you play Rust without killing people? Because... You know, there's not a whole lot of PvE action in Rust. That's why, in some ways, Seven Days to Die is a more intriguing game to me because there's a lot of player versus environment game there. With Rust, once you have a base set up, there's really not much to do in a player versus environment sense. So, in a way, I kind of sympathize with people who are like, oh, you know, I, I don't, you know, once I have a base set up, there's nothing else to do except kill people and raid bases and murder everyone. But I was thinking, wait a minute. Suppose I were to make a like a like a trading post. That could be interesting, and then I could you know make things available to people. I could gather resources that other people could use. That could be interesting. So I made one in one of the Epic Loot servers, and then I'm making one now on the CMW server because yeah. So that's what I've been doing in Rust. It's not that interesting, I guess, but. I but how's that how's that working out are people not just coming and killing you and just taking all the stuff anyway? i actually have been putting signs up and i've only been doing it for like two days so who knows i mean it's probably going to end up with people killing me and taking stuff and people do just come in and take everything 
which, whatever, that's what it's for, you know? So if they want to take everything, whatever, that's on them. They know they're screwing up. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll not be sleeping because of the guilty no, conscience. Right? they like, oh, what have I done? What have I let myself become? Crap. <laughs> right. Um, Jesus. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. And, but I, you know, I put up little signs at the end of the, so what I did was, one of the things that I did, which was really smart, because I actually just started the first one, because I was just going to build a bridge across this lake, because normally in Rust, when you swim across a lake, you get wet and you get cold, and the wet isn't a big deal, but the cold will kill you, so making a bridge can actually be very helpful, because it can, you know, crossing a bridge is a good way to avoid catching hypothermia, and, you know, if otherwise you're going to avoid the lake, you're going to have to go all the way around. So putting a bridge up can actually be very helpful to the community. But, of course, when I was making my bridge, someone came along and murdered me, and I was like, God, you moron. But this was on a server where you can set homes. So even though I was killed, it didn't really matter because I just instantly teleported back to where I was, and I just keep working on the bridge. So anyway, I put the trading post out in the middle of this lake, which gives me a chance to, you know, sort of... I know that people who come into the post have seen the signs that say no violence. Now, whether or not that's going to stop anybody, well, we'll see. But there have been quite a few people who have come through, and, you know, I've been like, hey, help yourself, take whatever you need, please leave something. And they usually don't, but they haven't killed me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not working out that well, then. Well, but that's the thing. I'm providing it as a public service. And as someone who spends his whole life in public service knows... You don't go in there expecting everyone to say thank you and to do what they're supposed to. You do it because it's the right thing to do, and you keep you know, pushing and shoving, and eventually you'll have some people who do the right thing. So we'll see. So have, have you actually had people who do the right thing? Um, well, they haven't left things, but you know, they have been nice. They haven't killed me. So in a sense, that's doing the right thing. Yes. Okay. 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 Moving on to The Witcher. Uh, yes. Yes. I I've continued to play it. And it continues to be awesome. Um, I I so the most awesome experience that I had uh, since last week was there was this boxing match that I went to and I signed up. I was going to win some gold. It was going to be cool. And then right before the match, this dude comes up and says, oh, my family's starving. Uh, I'm, I can't beat you. Look at me. But I really need to feed my family. So could you please lose to me? And, you know, it gives nope. you the option yes or no. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I feel bad for the guy. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to lose to you. That's just weak. That's not going to happen. So I didn't lose to him. I actually was about to lose the fight. At first, because I was like, oh, God, I'm not taking this seriously. I figured he was going to be a wuss weakling, but he wasn't. Anyway, um, I beat him, and then it was like, and the winner, and the guy goes slinking away. And I was like, man, I feel bad, but I wonder if I can go give him some money. And I hit, you know, talk to the guy, and it did. It let me talk to him, and one of the options on the dialogue was, here's five gold pieces Go get your family some food. And I was like, yes! It was so cool that they anticipated that I was going to try to be a decent person after having pummeled the guy half to death. Well, you see, I never did that. I never did really much of the bird knuckle fighting. I was like, eh, I don't, I'm not yeah, interested I in any of that stuff. I with the horse racing or the Gwent, but the, uh, the bare knuckle fighting, I'm, I'm like, those are kind of cool because it's combat. But yeah. Anyway, I, I really like the fact that they allow you to be a decent person after the fight. Um, one thing I wish they would put in the game is some way for me to indicate on the map 
which of the question marks I have tried to go after and had to run away from. It does that. Well, okay. Here's it does that. The way it does that is that they are. I think now I'm trying to remember because someone told me about this. They're either light, they're like lightly grayed out, or they're a slightly different uh, shade of gray or something. If you settled them, then they're lightly grayed. If you haven't settled them, then they're white, and they switch from a question mark to a, you know, monster nest or whatever it is. The problem That's is wrong. okay. So I'm on the shore of this lake or whatever, right? There's an island in the middle of the lake with this demon ghost thing on it. I save the game on the shore. I swim out to the island. The demon ghost beast is level 20. I'm level 5. I try to fight it anyway. It kills me in one hit, and then I have to reload my save, right? Yep. Now, because I'm back on the beach, the island is still a question mark. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would like to be able to do is to say, to put a little marker that says that island has a level 20 monster on it. Because as it is right now, I have to leave it as just a question mark and every time i look at the map i'm thinking oh i can go to that island and deal oh wait no i have to remember that it's a level 20 monster out on that island now that you see i thought now i could be wrong but i thought once you discovered a place and that's a question mark it would change to whatever the question mark was right but what i'm saying is if i go to the island and discover it but then die well run away but what's the matter with you but i was level 20 hang on a second i'm level 5 run away 20 I didn't. I I only got one hit in before he killed me. It's not the yeah, deal. All I'm saying is, in a map this big, and this is true about Skyrim as well. It just makes sense for you to be able to uh, adjust the map to 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 annotate the map in a way that's more than just put a temporary marker down, clear the temporary marker. Yeah, I guess you're right. But the the thing is, there's a lot of them question marks. That's the thing. I had one early on in the game where there was a treasure, you know, being guarded by something that was way too hard for me to beat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll come back to that later. But then as you progress through the game, you find more and more of those things anyway, and you kind of forget about the ones you didn't do earlier yeah. anyway. And that leads me to my other point that I want to make, which is that some of those are like treasure underwater. And the underwater combat sucks. Yeah, the only thing you can kind of use is your crossbow. Crossbow, and even that is like yeah. it takes forever to use a crossbow. So I don't know. I feel like they put the crossbow in maybe primarily because of the underwater fighting, but I just feel like the underwater fighting is just dumb, and they shouldn't have even bothered with it. Yeah, I mean, I just I must admit I don't think I ever really tried to fight anything underwater. I'd just swim away from it and just get what I needed and just get back in the boat or whatever. Run away, swim away, swim away, you? <laughs> there is a lot of that. Game, Chinny. Don't you love running away from things and swimming away from them? Yeah. yeah. You don't always have to do that, as it goes. Well, but I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. But, you know, as I said last week, it continues to be an awesome game. It really is very well done, um, very engrossing. The story, the stories, because there are a lot of different stories, and they tend to be decent. Um, so, yeah, I'm loving it. Really having a good time with it. Yeah, Jason I think, I think what says, was... admit it, Duke, Witcher beats Skyrim. No, hell no. What are you... Hell yeah. Are you out of your Come mind? On. No, no, you'll have, you'll have to wait till you played the whole game. Then you no, I will not have to wait until I play the whole thing. Come on. The, the look, Skyrim does different things for me from The Witcher. Skyrim is more engrossing because it's first person. Skyrim is um, the stories are more. Um, Don't you dare say that there's anything better about the stories in Skyrim. They're more freeform. In in other words, it's it's you don't have to pay much attention to what's going on. Um, also, it's easier to tell what's, you know, friend and foe in Skyrim. Uh, 
you don't have to run away from fights generally in Skyrim. So well, whatever. no, you don't. Well, then well, that's, that's kind of different just... people for armor and weapons in Skyrim. You can craft your own stuff in Skyrim. I guess, but you can kind of. Yeah, I guess, but it depends what I'm you're not, looking for. You don't have to choose either or. They're both great games. There's no reason for us to be comparing them. No, it makes no difference. Exactly. Whatever you like better is fine. There's things I love about The Witcher. There's things I love about Skyrim. They're both great. End of discussion. I'm done. That's it. That's what I've been playing. Is that it? That's it. Jeez. Is that everything? That's everything. Okie dokie. Well, I'll, I'll get through mine. Um, I have played more Batman Arkham Knight. Batman. 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 Uh, not a ton. Not a ton. I must admit because I've had a, it's, it's been kind of my All that my to save up. Exactly, and I've been busy doing other stuff this week, so you know I've been busy. Um, but but it's still good. I've got to say I am I am beginning to love it more the more I play of it. Uh, so it is growing on me. I, you know I was Batman, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Batman. Um, Batman. Yeah, I was a bit, a bit sorry, unsure. Stu, I'm sorry to interrupt. Chinny, you finished this. Stu, I know you're playing it now. Uh, just out of curiosity, and maybe you said this, Chinny, and I don't remember. I'm sorry if that's the case. Um, Arkham Asylum presumably is still y'all's favorite of the Batman games. Where does this fall? Second, third, or fourth? And then City and Origins, if you played those? Mm. Uh, for me. Um, Either. Uh, Night is the best. Me. Yeah, better than well, Asylum. It, yes. Wow. Okay. Well, I would Obviously say for me, groundbreak. Asylum was groundbreaking, right, wasn't right, it? You know what I mean? It gotcha. was like, well, it's the first one of the kind. But when you look at it game for game, yeah, yeah, uh, I think Night is uh, is ahead of it. So Night, Asylum, City Origins, City Origins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would count. I mean, up to now. You know, and and we we all loved Asylum. You know, we can all agree on that that we thought Asylum was great. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think so far, story wise and and stuff that's going down, I am enjoying this equally as much as Asylum at the moment. But then it's a long time since I've played Asylum, so it's hard to remember exactly how good that game is. And the problem we've got is we judged that game on its merits at the time compared to other stuff that was out there, and at the time it was way better than when anyone had anticipated because we all felt that anything based on the superhero franchise was going to be a bit shit, didn't we? Yeah, but you could say so, it the other way as well. You could say, like, like, there are some things in Night that we take for granted, like you can grapple while steering a grapple, you know what I mean? Or you can grapple while gliding in Asylum. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I think, I think we forget the limitations of Asylum, even though we all thought it was great. Yeah. We, we kind of forget what it was at the time because at the time we had nothing else to compare it to do you know what i mean it was just a game of itself and it was a lot better than a lot of the stuff that was coming out at the time yeah so i think i think that's a problem but yeah i I would kind of agree with chinny at the moment i'm really enjoying uh batman arkham knight and it 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 is good it's engrossing and I, i think what they've done much better than city and i never finished city is that even though you're still in a big sprawling city <laughs> it's kind of more focused on the story i feel at the moment and don't get me wrong there are a lot of side mission stuff going on but it's easy just to follow the main storyline and and still have plenty of fun playing the game and i think that's the biggest difference for me between this and city yeah you know it seems definitely more story focused and much better at it you know it's a much more polished game but yeah it's very very good so yeah i can't complain at all well, by the all. time the uh, listeners download this on their 
podcast devices things. Um, a spoiler show will be out. Oh, snap. It will uh, be. Woohoo. So, so I've edited that, and I was just going to check it before I go to bed tonight, but that should be, uh, should be out tomorrow or something, on a Monday. Oh. Uh, so that's all good. And then, Stu, you can give good. that a listen when you're done. I will definitely give it a listen when I'm done. But, you know, up till yes. then, I'm, I'm sort of... I'm a good way in now. I say, I say a good way in. I'm probably about probably about five or six hours, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah. I, I've spent 30, 35 hours on mine. Yeah, so um, I'm a bit I, into it, a bit. I collected all the Riddler trophies. It's, it's about 20, 22 hours. Yeah, I'm hours. probably not going to bother doing any of that stuff, because I just can't yeah, be arsed. But, like, to do the, 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 the all the story and most of the side missions is about 22 hours. Right, okay. Well, I'll, pro- I'll probably do some of it, but I'm not a big person on side missions anyway. Not yeah, unless... the side missions are good. So much is good. I know. I get that. I get Saying that. Saying that you're a bad person for not. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. In, unless. Yeah. Unless there's an actual specific reason, i.e., in the which it was useful doing the side missions. You know, apart from the fact they were good, it also helped level up your character, which was necessary to play the game. Hey, putting in the way of bad people is a good thing. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Don't you want to? Re- so yeah. Gotham City of Crime. Sort of. I don't know. So anyway, I'm enjoying that. Uh, Game of Thrones, I'm still playing that. I'm in. I'm on episode five Game of Nest of, of Vipers. Dinklage. Game of Thrones. Dinklage. Dinklage. It continues to deliver. Yes. I've I've got to say, I am highly impressed with the storytelling in this. Um, voice acting, like I keep saying, is really, really well done. Uh, I like the branching storyline, so there's kind of... How many main characters? There's three, I guess. Yeah, three main characters that you play as. Well, you play as four, but one only for a bit. Uh, but you, you, is the magic number. Number. So you play as three main characters, obviously, in different parts of the world of the Game of Thrones, and there's obviously different stuff happening to them. It does a really great job of being like a, you know, an episode of a TV show where it switches from one location to another as you go through the game, and it does it really well, and it all kind of makes sense. And one of the characters who's kind of a bit timid you know i'm I'm sort of playing as a bit of a badass so playing that this character is quite a strong character you know who who's sort of you know probably against the grain of what you'd expect this character to be like yeah but but it kind of gives you that option to do it so i'm like i'm gonna do this so i'm i'm being you know quite a badass with that that one particular character the badass yeah, and it's it's quite satisfying as well. I like some of the stuff that happens as a result of that. Um, there's also been stuff that has happened in the game that I feel has more consequence than previous Telltale games. Mm, interesting. Okay. So storylines feel a bit more varied dependent on what you do in the game. And stuff that I've done much, much earlier in the game has come back and altered the storyline, which is feels a bit more satisfying. It feels like they are getting the hang of of telling stories with consequences for actions, you know, more so than just the illusion of it. Right, right. And I think that's still there to a certain element. You know, don't get me wrong, I don't think they've totally gone like that, but I feel... If you're going to make 20 decisions, not all of them are going to lead to completely different branches. Yeah, but there's definitely something happened... Uh, as a result of a, a much, much earlier decision in the game. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, so I like that that's happened. Um, but it's good. Like I say, it's really well done. The voice acting's great. I keep trying to convince Kay 
you know that you know either have a have a go herself or at least just watch me play it because I think she'd enjoy it because of the story and the you know the the Game of Thrones world. But she just pulls a face at me and goes, "Well, do I want to do that for?" Take I'm like, I know, I know, because I'm like, well, it's kind of cool and it's you know it's it's a really good story. It's equal, you know, equally as good as some of the TV show stuff. You know, and I keep trying to tell. Just divorce. I know. Her. She just won't anywhere. won't have it. Keep telling her, and she just goes, "Nah, whatever." Um, so yeah, it's really well done. I can totally recommend it. But like I keep saying, and I'll, I keep reiterating this, unless you've, if you're interested at all in a TV show, and you haven't seen past season four, then you've got to wait till you get to that point to play the game because there's spoilers. Because there are big show spoilers within the game, and you know there's some small spoilers at the beginning, but as you go through the game, there are some really big ones that would sort of like not ruin the show, but it'd be like you'd know what was coming. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the only proviso I would say, but um, yeah, definitely give it a go if you've got any interest at all in Game of Thrones, give it a go. Uh, yeah, Rocket League, I've given this a play finally, and, Ooh, and we are really, 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 really want to play this. Is it free, yeah. did you say, on the PS something? It is free, but weirdly, I thought I'd actually bought it, you know, and you think, oh, yeah, I bought that, uh, but I've just not got around to playing it. When I went to look, I've not done, so oh. I haven't actually... Oh, I know. I really buy a lot of games and then wonder if I bought them. I know. Well, I didn't, you know, it was free, but I thought I'd just click the download thing or put it in my library or whatever, but I hadn't done it. And, it, and it's a good job I went to check because it's the change on the 6th of August, so that all changes again. Today. Free, no charge. To the next lot of games, so I'm like, I'm glad I did it. So yeah, went on the. Uh, up to now, I'll, I'll be honest, I've not had a chance to play a load of it. I've only played no against idea what bots. To say about it, you don't have anything worthwhile to contribute. Oh no, no, I've I've played a lot against bots, but I haven't had a chance to get online yet with anyone on my friends list or anything of that nature. Um, it is cool. It is very very cool. It's football with cars, right? It's fo- basically yes. football with re- remote-controlled cars. So it's like, you know... Mm-hmm. you and, and not sound exciting, but everyone keeps talking about this game. The controls are really, really tight. I would say, right, if I had to compare this, okay, I would say this is this generation's kickoff or Sensible Soccer or Speedball 2. You know what I mean? It's that sort of... I would have said probably best played on a couch with your mate, side-by-side... You know, giving you giving each other shit. Nobody plays. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of game. It really yeah. is. Um, the the AI is a bit patchy, if I'm being okay. honest. Uh, the AI, if you're playing against bots, are either really, really, really amazing or they're really, really, really shit. So they kind I of really, really, really want to play this game though. I but really, really it, want to just say really, really, really because everyone else is. It is, it is brilliant from a control point of view and just sheer fun. It just works. The only thing I would say, again, playing against bots, you can really spam, right, because you get like a, a bounce, you know, where you can jump, so you can do jumps, uh-huh. and, and then you've got like a turbo, so you can go a lot faster. Sorry, your car turbo. Yeah, your car jumps, so you can do like headers in effect. So if there's a ball coming in high next to the goal, you can actually almost jump and do a header. Okay. So you, so you press X to jump, and then you can press X again to go like sideways and flip or forwards or backwards. So you can do all these really cool moves. Uh, and as a result, you get some really cool goals. But what you can do playing against the bots is you can just spam the turbo. So at the beginning of a match, if you, as you can see on, on one of the videos, as it sort of sets off, um, you see, if you were playing against people, they would all use the turbos at the beginning, so this wouldn't happen. But when you play against bots, they don't always do that. 
So what you can do is do a turbo and then slow down a bit, and you just score a goal from the the start nearly every time. Take that, bot. So you can end, you can end up with like something like ten nil or ten one as a result. So you can do a bit spamming, which is useful for for leveling up your car. You know what I mean? So you can get loads of like new cars and new skins as a result of doing that. But it's not much fun as a game. And I think where this game probably shines the most is playing against real people as opposed to playing against oh, the bots. So, yeah. 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 So I need to do some of that to really get a feel of it. But that all being said, it's a ton of fun. I mean, you can drive up the walls. You can even drive along the ceiling for a certain amount of time if you're going fast enough. It's just craziness. Correct. Uh and I've only played the two on two, so it's been two on two that I've played. It's like four on four, uh, isn't it? But that, that, that's like yeah, yeah, you got to four on, four. yeah, four on four. Uh, but it is, it's, it's fun. I mean, and again, it's, it's the controls are really tight and the responsiveness of the cars that makes tight, it tight, what tight. it is. And physics, you know, the way the physics work. Uh, and as you use the turbo, it uses it up, and then around the pitch, there are like little orange balls that you can collect to fill it back up again. So it, it's not limitless. You know, you have to get sort of roll over the balls. Uh, to get it but yeah totally recommend it it's great really really good uh, and i can't see any reason why you wouldn't want to play it um That's so there's mental. that i know that and then the last thing i played sorry this wait week. about rocket league one more thing you said no, there's no. orange what is it that's around this on the field uh like orange balls 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 that's right, orange balls. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of orange balls that help to fill up your turbo. Balls, 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 balls. Okay. And then the only other thing I've played this week is Life is Strange Episode 4. Life is Strange. And all I can say is I cried man tears. Uh-huh. There were real, real proper blubbering man tears going on. Why do we on. have to call them man tears? Why not just call them? I don't know, because, you know, it's like, man, you know, men don't cry. more manly do. <laughs> yeah, men don't cry, I don't cry. Uh, but I, yes, I did. the problem? This is a... I was sat there, right? This is no word of a lie. I'm sat there playing the game, tears rolling down my cheeks, right? Kay comes in, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just playing a game, you know, I'm playing a game. And she's like, why are you crying? I'm like, because it's sad, that's why. Why do you think I'm crying? Um, so you cry when you watch a sad movie. Exactly, it's like that. It is like that, right? And I probably came across the hardest decision I've ever had to make playing a video game. Dude. And that is a God-honest truth. Um, I sat there, luckily, because a lot of the decisions you make in Life is Strange, like a lot of these types of games are timed. Yeah. So you have a limited amount of time to to make your decision. See, and I don't I don't know if I like that. There's that's in The Witcher Three, and I, I mean whatever, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but I, I just think it's kind of dumb because in real life, most of the time, you have a lot of time to make decisions, and we ought not think about decisions, especially important decisions, as things that are like you're under the gun, you got to make a decision now. Yeah, time, and time and, burglar stew says you are not alone. I know. It's honestly to God, you cannot believe how sad it is. Uh, but it's so good, so so good. Um, so that so that happened, and and I sat there for probably I would say a good couple of minutes contemplating what to do. You know what was the best course of action because it wasn't really a good one. Yeah. Whatever you did was a bit shit. Do you know what I mean? And that and that made it really hard because although it was a binary this choice or that choice, it really wasn't clear which was the best choice. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. So I kind of went with my gut, and I did what I did, and that was that. So that happened. 
Um, and then it sort of just got darker as the episode went on. And out of all of them so far, this is by far and away the, the darkest episode of the series so far. Um, and I don't want to say too much because I certainly don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it's definitely, I mean, after finishing this episode, I, I really am like, when is the new one coming? When is the next episode coming? Because I just want to play it. Sorry, this is episode which of which? Uh, this is four of five. So there's just the finale is the next episode, the final episode of the of the game. Um, and I've got to say, I have not a, a clue what is going to happen in the final episode. Because I've kind of made assumptions and, and sort of made my mind up about what I thought was going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the sort of things that might be happening. Um, but that's What's kind of all. Going on? Yeah, that's kind of all. Been... Choose this or that. This or that. This. This or that. This. 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 Classic. And then the only that's other thing I would say the is. Credits to Life is Strange. <laughs> yeah. Probably is. Is. Uh, but the cool, like apart from the cool storytelling, uh, the the dialogue still not perfect. Got to say, um, and the lead up to the the very emotional bit, some of the dialogue wasn't. It just didn't feel quite right. It didn't feel totally natural. Where was this game made? It's French. Oh really? Uh huh. Yeah. Hello. It's a, it's a French game. Um, it's don't don't nod studios, but. Um, yeah, I felt, I felt, I feel like this. It's got better. The the dialogue is much, much better than the first game. You know, the first episode in the series. But so it's better than Heavy Rain. Yeah. So no, it's much better than Heavy Rain. Good. But it's still not quite the. You know, I still feel like there could still be a little bit more work to be done on the dialogue and the way it's presented. They they're trying to be like the cool teenage kids and the way that kids talk, but. It doesn't feel quite right. You know, it doesn't... Yeah. It, 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 I don't know. It doesn't feel quite right. Some of it's really, really good, and then some of it's a bit patchy. It's not all bad. You know, see, but I often... see some of that maybe coming down to translation. Yeah, and I think some of that possibly is that. You know, I think some of that is lost, a bit of lost in translation. Um, and it's cool. I mean, there's lots of cool references and pop culture stuff, and, you know, there's lots of stuff going on in the game, and the attention to detail is excellent. Uh, and and I've got to say, best uh, house mix ever in a game. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a part, and if you you can if you just Google while we're chatting, Duke, if you Google uh, on YouTube, you go Vortex Club, Life is Strange Vortex Club. There's a basically there's a there's a scene in the game where you go to a party, and if you stayed there for the whole duration, the mix is 26, 26 minutes long. Damn. So it's like you, the again, it comes down to the amount of detail that they put into this game. Well, uh, fair. It's not necessarily detail. You just press go on the MP3, and then it's like, here you go. No, no, it's all mixed. Yeah, but I'm saying um, if they found a club mix from somewhere, paid the guy. No, no, I don't think it is. Uh, I they, think that... they mixed it live when you were playing the game, dude. No, <laughs> but I'm saying. Yeah. They haven't. That's a. They haven't. They haven't found the club mix and just put it in the game. They've specifically made the mix for the game. Of course they have. How do you know? Because 
if you played the game, dude, the music choices throughout the game are very cool and clever. Okay. And I would agree that this, compared to a lot of stuff you get in video games, is is much much better. I'm not. And it's that. just it's just really good. <laughs> I, I, I know for sure that they didn't buy a club mix. We don't, but I would find that when I when you look at the music choices they've used, I would find that hard to believe because none of them would be sort of like most of them I've never heard of, but they are great tunes. All right. But they're not something that you would expect in a normal club mix. Well, so I, I think kinds. I think you're wrong. I would say you're wrong. Well, I would say I would like to play a game with Richard Primrose doing the club mix because that would be wicked. Yeah, I sent this to Richard Primrose, by the way, the, the clip, and he thought it was very good. He was very impressed, and he hadn't heard of some I of the tracks like the music. on it. I mean, I will say it's yeah. a good mix. Yeah, so yeah, I would find that very when I when I when I look at the game as a whole and all the other attention to detail that they put into this game, I would find it hard to believe that they would do that. I guess Stu's like personally offended that they would not. I kind of am because I think <laughs> I think dare they I think just about, download a track and buy the rights yeah. for it. And they haven't. When you when yeah, you look at the Jenny, they haven't. Come on, they haven't. When That's you look at the effort they've gone to for the rest of the game, it's highly unlikely. <laughs> it is highly unlikely. But anyway, that all being said. It's excellent. I mean, it really is excellent. I mean, it did lull a little bit in the middle, uh, and there was a couple. There was a puzzle that wasn't really very clear how to get the solution to it. Uh, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it, I couldn't figure out a way of going back and looking at something that I needed to look at to get what I needed. If that makes any sense, I knew where it was, but now not how to access it. Um, and did it so that you had to look at that thing again, or? Were you no, I remember it, or did you just... No, no I couldn't remember it. I knew, what, I knew where it was, what I needed to get, yeah. but I couldn't figure out in the menus how to find it again, so I ended up going online. But it wasn't like I didn't solve the puzzle, because I knew what it was, right. but couldn't remember, uh, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, so that happened. But that wasn't too terrible. It was only, it was no big deal, really. Uh, but yeah, I would say out of all the episodes so far, it's, been, it's very, very dark. It's very, very adult in tone. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of on the the surface, on the face of it, it looks like a kind of, you know, teen angst series, if you will. You know what I mean? But in reality, it's not that at all. It's a really dark thriller. Do you know what I mean? And some of the stuff that's happened, especially in this episode, was like, whoa. What was it like? Whoa. There you go. Uh, so on a final note, I would say it's still in my Game of the Year potential category. All right, I think we can start ranking Telltale games, and I know this isn't Telltale, but this is the type of game that Telltale might make. It uh, is. This, it, okay, Walking Dead Season 1, is that still at the top of your list, or is Game of Thrones above it now, or is this above that? No, I would say this is probably on a par with Walking Dead Season 1. All right. But both of those are slightly better than Game of Thrones. Okay, just curious. So Game of Thrones is great, but I don't think it's up to the level right. of either of these two games. Gotcha. So yeah, but it's, it's as good as Walking Dead season one. That's yes, I would say so. So far, with the the twists and the turns and the stuff that's happened, and it's it's like the Walking Dead season one. It's not perfect. Yeah. You know, there are moments in it where you're like, the dialogue's not as it should be or not great. And some of the storytelling or the puzzles are a bit sort of boring or they drag a little bit, you know what I mean? But I know. when you te- when you look at it as a whole, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty darn good. So, yeah, it's definitely up there. Don't make uh, me uh, over. <laughs> I know, yeah. 
Get it, Hulk. Um, I get you. I get you. So, yeah, it's very, very good. I uh, totally recommend it. Get on it. Get on it. Get, get on, on. Uh, Yeah, Drop Shot said drop worth getting it. Like, yeah, yeah, Drop Shot. You saying Drop Shot. Drop Shot said worth getting then if, you're, if you like suspenseful mystery, definitely. Because he definitely is all of that. And also, uh, in this game, more so than Telltale, I would say some of the decisions you make have more of an impact. You know, some of the choices. And there's lots more of them. You know, when you know when you got to the end of a Telltale episode, it's like five things that you could have chose differently to other people. Right. In this game, like I got to the end of this episode, and there must have been nine or ten things. In that some ways, were, uh, I mean, I don't know. Doesn't that seem to stress credibility in some ways? It's like, you know, you go through an average day of your life, you're not going to make a whole lot of decisions that matter to other people. No, but the like in some of the things there were like three different potential outcomes. Yeah. So they're not just a binary one thing or another. Some of them have three like different things it's that could have happened. Not just this or that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's 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 some of that. Um, and it's definitely yeah. I mean, Time Burglar says well worth fifteen quid, and it de- I would definitely agree it is. It's definitely worth the fifteen pounds for the season Jason pass. Jason Gohair's in the chat. Jason <laughs> Gohair's in the chat, and he said uh, this whole King's Quest stuff. Yeah. You'd be interested in that? I saw. Yeah, I mean, again, another episodic game, isn't it? It's the first episode's out, so yeah. I have looked at this, but then everybody's gone to the raptures out this week. Oh, snap, forget it. I know. So, so that's the next on my hit list, if I'm being really honest, you know, and, and King's Quest is probably going to I saw a wait. clip of King's Quest, and it looked pretty good. It looks like Dragon's Lair. That's what it looks like. Uh, it, yeah. Jason Gallagher, the answer to your question is, where is it? Ah, I can't find it. I'm sorry. Is that the answer? It up. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I've heard not, I've heard good praise for King's Quest, but a lot of people with issues with it as well, so I might wait. I got time for that. There it is. Yeah, exactly. I might wait till they do a patch and add some because there's, there's things that people say could be fixed with a patch so I'm, I might wait a little bit mm-hmm. for that so I might wait a patch fix it with a patch but overall I've heard it's pretty good as well but yeah life is strange get on it people I tell you you don't know what you're missing it's very very good oh. and that's it for me so over to you Chinay. Uh yes uh, I've been playing uh, Battlefield Hardline the single player yeah yeah. It's like a CSI. Yeah. It's like a CSI game. Um, that's not good. That is not a good game. <laughs> that's, not good. that's no good. My God. Uh, no, it's not good. It is uh, strange because you can arrest people in the game. One of the mechanics of the game is you press LB and you can arrest people, which is very strange because if you arrest somebody and one of the enemy AI finds somebody that's arrested... They've got little Zeds above their head as if they're asleep, you know. Um, but they don't uncuff them and wake them up. They just go, oh, he's dead. They say the word, he's dead. They go, we got a dead guy here. Though. He's not dead. He's, he's dead. fine. <laughs> yeah, but Lone, people make mistakes all the time. Look, Lone Wolf TNT said, Hardline sucks. Yes, it does. Welcome and yes. Um, Thank you for being... So I played the whole single player. I have no idea what the fuck is going on in this game. Not a clue uh, in the story. Because this woman who's on the screen now is your partner. And then she 
test you like you could take this money as evidence right and you turn it down you're like i'm a straight cop man it's not the way i do things man and they say oh look it was a test we're not really like bank cops we're we're actually just testing you and then it turns out they were bank cops and then you spend half the game not even being a cop right and then you can still arrest people you're just a fucking guy at this point just breaking into stuff right you're you're working for the enemy you're breaking into buildings you're not a cop anymore but you can still arrest people it makes no sense right no sense this game makes no fucking sense there's a part in the game where go on i was i was gonna say what i find absolutely incredible that we're talking about a triple a developer here that And we see such great stories and well-made games in other areas, you know, not necessarily, you know, people with huge, massive budgets, but you wonder how someone with that much money to throw at a game and that many developers gets it so wrong. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. It just really doesn't work. Because Uh. they're not putting money into the areas that you're talking about. They put money into making it look nice. They put money into making the gameplay, you know, the shooting mechanics good. They don't put... Battlefield has never been preoccupied with writing or story. I know, but... There's there's about three (sighs) character models for the enemies. There is a black guy with glasses, a white guy with bald hair, and white guy with hair, and I think there's a Mexican guy in there as well. And they say the same, like, you, as you go to arrest them, they go, whoa, 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 okay. And, and I arrest about three people, and they all said the same line in a row. <laughs> well, they're, they're all then, owns of each other. Yeah. And then Ending. there's one bit where they, they was looking for me, and I, I Xbox recorded this because it was ridiculous. Noise. And they said, keep, keep an eye out. It could be anywhere. Keep an eye out. It could be anywhere. <laughs> keep an eye out. It could be anywhere. Oh, my God. Keep an eye out. It could be. Let me guess. It could be anywhere. Yeah, I got it. Um, and it just makes no sense. The game makes no sense. There's one sort of cool moment where you're in a bus, a prison bus, because you get arrested. You go to prison and you and the bus explodes and you have to run away from the from the cops and there's a bit of a stealth mission. You have to get away. And so at that point, you being a cop matters no more. Like you can't arrest people. You're just a random guy. It's it's like you're making citizens arrests and you never run out of handcuffs. Like what do you still do with handcuffs? Is it is it not like they use it? You know, because everyone uses zip ties, don't they? These days. Yeah. You know, and well, these cops are all zip ties. It's, all, it's always handcuffs. out of view. It's always out of view, and you, you just it's bizarre. And yeah, just the whole like, oh, he's he's obviously asleep, arrested. I'm not going to wake him up. I'm just going to carry on walking he's around dead. now. He's dead. Clearly, he's dead. We, we got a dead body here, John. That is, we trained you yesterday. That is he not a dead body, John. Could be anywhere, and he's dead. He could. That's pretty much the dialogue. <laughs> did you write this game, dude? I did write this game. I don't appreciate all the jokes you're making about the game I wrote. Um, I said, I mean, so it doesn't really. You know, work. I have no idea what's going on, and I tried the multiplayer, and that sucked balls as well. Hey, so, hey, hey, the multiplayer's no. good. Shut up. No, thank you. No. Yeah. I'd, multiplayer. I've not played this game because I don't really do but multiplayer games anyway. About it. But I just kind of find it incredible, though, that, the you know, I take the piss and I bash, you know, Activision a lot for Call of Duty because I'm not really a big Call of Duty fan either. But I feel at least with Call of Duty, they put some effort into the single player story, don't oh, that's they? That's true. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they get decent voice actors, and they try and weave a great well, the story. The last one, Advanced Warfare, it was, it was a very good single player. I enjoyed yeah, that Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing that, that annoys me, because, you know, DICE are as equal a size of developer, you know, alongside EA, and there's no reason that this shouldn't be at the same sort of quality, but just isn't. So, why? So, why is that? I don't understand that? why you're personally angry about this. You haven't played Call of Duty yeah. in, like, ten years, and when was the last time you played That's not true. Fine. When was the last That's Call of Duty? I played Black Ops 2. Black the Ops story. 2? When, when was that? Oh, quite well. well, when it came out, I, I rented it. I think it was still rental. It might have been the original Black Ops. It was one of them I played. The one <laughs> the game you played. Why do you, why do you care? Well, I, it's not that I care, but it's, I care because... I feel like they're taking people's money, but they're not giving them the quality product that they deserve yeah, for the money like they spend. Yeah, not like Proteus and 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 and. Yeah, but these are we're talking about games that cost three quid, two pounds. These are like tiny games that cost very little. Yeah. So even if you think right, they're they're a bit shit, you've not invested money. You, when you're investing forty five, fifty quid for a game, you're expecting some sort of quality when you're investing that sort of money. And I don't think it's right. The battlefield. I'm expecting to shoot people and make it look nice. The end. No, but. Yeah, but if that if you're happy with that, then that's fine. But yeah, other people, like Ginny, for instance, if had he paid, I mean, let me put this to you, Ginny. If you'd have paid forty-five quid for this game, brand new, how would you feel at this point? I would vomit. <laughs> that, and that's the point I'm making. Regardless of whether I've played it or not, or whether I give a shit about it or not, I give a shit about the people that, in my opinion, kind of get ripped off by these big developers when they don't get the product they deserve. You know what I mean? And that's that's my point. And that's why I get annoyed at this, because I feel like they've got all that money and budget available and all those staff that can that they can throw at this game, and yet they still make an inferior product that's not very good. And that's that, in my opinion, is unacceptable. Well, I agree with that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, yes, no, I agree. We should just stop with I agree, because I do. Yeah. I think we and, should demand I, more from video game manufacturers. Yeah. And especially the ones that have the money and the budget, you expect the bigger things, right? And and don't get me wrong, we've given Bungie, Bungie a lot of shit, you know, we've gotten all the Destiny DLC and all the stuff they're doing, but at least they released a really good, massive game that did did what you expected it to do. And I think that's what it comes back to, is that you expect something from a game, and if that doesn't happen, then there's no reason you shouldn't be disappointed or disillusioned with what they've given you as a yeah, product. But let's be fair, Destiny's not a great story. No, but it doesn't it doesn't portray itself as one. There was a little bit of that before it released. Battlefield. Uh, uh, and it does. It's like, Destiny. oh, it's an epic adventure through the... But let me ask... All right, let's put this to Chini again, right? So you've, you've obviously played quite a lot of Destiny as well. You know, so yeah, right. Both of these games would have cost you the same amount of money new. You know, how would you compare them side by side? You know, what would be your opinion? Well, I I bought I bought Destiny with my own cash. Yep. And um, I don't really like it. Um, but opinion about Destiny from Michael. (laughs) No, but I bought. I like Destiny. No, it's a bit flat. It's a bit... Oh, God. Is this this again? You know, look, Ben texts me to play it now and again. I'm like, oh, God, do I have to? I'd rather not. You know? Which is fair enough. But from a quality of a product, you know, the two side by side, 
Do you understand? What, I think you get a hell of a lot more content in, I feel in like, Destiny. I feel like, Stu, if somebody asked you if, you, if you played Destiny as much as I did, if somebody asked yep. you, Stu, what would you rather do, play Destiny or go to work? I think you would choose to go to work. Wow. <laughs> I did play a bit of Destiny. I put about, I got up to, what did I go, probably about level 16 in Destiny. So I did put quite a lot of time into Destiny, uh, but not like some of these crazy people. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I've, I've had my fill. You know, I feel satisfied with what I've played. And i got plenty of hours play out of it. But, you know, when you're saying to me, the hardline story's crap, you know, and it's just rubbish, and you're not that sort of wrapped on the the, the multiplayer either, you, you know, you've had no value at all out of it, have you? Yeah. At least Destiny offered you something that, that was slightly different, I suppose. But, yeah, it's, it's there's nothing amazing about Battlefield Hardline. It's, it's not crap. But shall we move on? Yes. Yeah, move on. Shall we move on? Move on. Uh, move on. Move on, man. I've been playing a game that might shock you. Uh, okay. Metal Gear 5. Metal Gear, sorry, Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. It's the free one. Aha, yes. It's free, isn't it? It's the game Xbox. for the game. Yeah. Uh, it has been it's a while. Join apart from the one-off joining fee of... It has been a while since I've played a Metal Gear game. I did play four, um, but there was like a monkey and Cisco was in there for some reason, and I, I just wasn't interested. Uh, I did play uh, one, and I've watched two and three. Uh, so, you know, I, I sort of know what it's all about. I don't really know what's going on in plot-wise. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while. So I played... Ground Zero, I was roughly knew that it was a, a short game. Um, and it's okay. Uh, that's better than I thought it would would be. I really didn't think okay. I'd like it. Because uh, th- there's a silly cutscene at the start. Because this is what I don't like about Metal Gear. The silliness. You know what I mean? Like It's the, just the stupidness. Uh, and there's a, there's a young kid uh, called... Uh, um, Chico from uh, Pop Idol, and he uh, has <laughs> like an, a headphone jack in his chest for some stupid reason. Um, <laughs> it's yes, true, he does. This is true. It's, yeah, it's absolutely it, true. Know, Plug and, into it, or yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know what I don't <laughs> know what album he's got no, stored no, on. No, no, he doesn't. No, he, he keeps the jack there, doesn't he? Before, while he's not using it to play music, just wrap, just wrap it up and put it in your pocket. It's not. Yeah, it just, it's not. He puts the jack. It doesn't require surgery. Weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, I, I I played. So you get that stupid cutscene. It's, it's it's a very cool cutscene. You know, I'm, and it's well done and well made, and and it looks great. You know, it looks great, and. Uh, uh, you, you know, you come in and, and Snake's like, yeah, you, you miss me, I'll take a while or something like that. Keith Sunderland and uh, all that stuff. Uh, and then you start playing and moving around and it plays very well. It, I really like the gameplay. It's not as... I've, I've always been quite intimidated by Metal Gear Solid just because of the gameplay and, and the controls are very sort of... Uh, uh, they're all over the place, I felt. like when, in Yeah, but you, you like Splinter Cell, don't you? You know what I mean? You like I do, but games. That- I do like stuff games. I like spy games. I like detective games. So you'd think this is is right up my up my wheelhouse. But I, I don't know. There's something about the, like the sort of presentation of it. The uh, in previous Metal Gear games, the the controls were, were not as intuitive as you as you might think. I don't know. There's something about it that puts me on. It prides itself on being like hardcore, doesn't it? 
Yeah, a little bit. I just, I don't know. But I jumped into this. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I felt like it, it looked great. It controlled really well. I really liked the animations of Snake and and uh, um, just sort of got in. And, and, and it was very simple. You know what I mean? There wasn't massive cutscenes. I feel like I'm very close to the end. I had to put it down because uh, it's a rescue mission. You have to grab two people and, and I've got the second one. Uh, but I had to put her down and she got shot by a tank, unfortunately. Um, so I have to start that a little bit again. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 you know, as you do. And it, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I feel like when I extract her, I think I'm done. But if I would have paid £20 for this and it came out, I'd have been pretty like, oh, that's not, that's not good value for money. But yeah, I mean, most people are saying if you, if you kind of do it properly and because you can speed run this in about five, ten minutes, apparently, or something stupid, yeah. can't you? But they're saying if yeah. you do it properly and do it how the game intends, you can probably get what is about two to three hours or something. I, I was about, I was on it for about an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't really seen how to do anything. I didn't know how to play the game at all, so I was playing it completely. I, I was, I wasn't rushing as well, Stu. You know, I was, I was taking my time. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was eat, I ate a, a whole pack of munchies just waiting for one guy to fucking come back because uh, he walked off, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, right, I'll get him when he comes back. I, I, I went through this whole pack of munchies. And he, he still wasn't back. Was, Jesus Christ! And then he yeah, they have some. Bit, I must admit, the AI in this game has some big circuits. <laughs> yeah, they do. And, and yeah. so I didn't really know how the, some some of the mechanics work. Like the silencer wore out. I didn't know that. Um, found that out the hard way. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, and to be fair, that if you do fuck up in this game, they they're on you like a bugger, aren't they? And to oh, yeah, to sort of get great. out of sight, guys, so hard. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's hard to get out of sight, but it, they do go mental when when you get found yeah. out. Um, I didn't like you had a pistol, but it was just a tranquilizer gun, um, and I didn't really realize that if you shoot them in the head, um, they go down straight away. But if you shoot them in the back, they sort of go huh, and then they go down after a while. Um, so and and also I they wait after a bit, don't they? I didn't know. If, no, they don't. I didn't know if they woke up after a while or if they do. But they wake up only if somebody finds them. Ah, uh, right. I know somebody that. comes somebody along and goes, Oi, get up. But if they, if he's no one dead. finds them, he's dead. Like Battlefield. <laughs> he's dead. Your eyes open. Uh, Maybe around here somewhere. You know, when you go from Battlefield Hardline, which was released <laughs> this year, to this game, which was released, was it last year or the year before, Stu? This? It's been out quite a while. About 18 months, I would say. It's been yeah. out a while. Well, when you compare, I mean, they're very, very similar. So, you know, you're sneaking around trying to knock people out and, and get to a certain point. You know, in that sense, they're very similar. Obviously, different in terms of, what polish and, and, and storytelling. But, you know, you're knocking people out and you've got Zeds above their heads. You know, that's how they're similar. And when you compare it's... Battlefield Hardline to this, it's just... it's. I think maybe, if uh, because I've played Hardline, I appreciate how well this is done. Um, because things but like... It came out of characters last year, for the record. Right. It, it, things like you know, the other characters waking the person up, you know, that just makes complete sense, doesn't it? Things like that have been thought of, uh, and there's a bit of love and care into this game, whereas in Hardline, it's just whatever. Um, yeah, and I, there's, there's other touches that are nice. I, I feel like, you know, when you get spotted, that it goes into slow motion, you've got time to react to things. Yeah, which uh, is, I don't think that it used to do that in Metal Gear games, did it? When she was no. spotted, that was kind of it. Was it? It gives you, it's a little bit easier somehow you've got you've got your uh, little spotter thing which is in most games now uh, where you can tag enemies and whatever and you but you can listen to their conversations and, and their conversations will lead to 
sort of clues into what's going on. Uh, you, you can find tapes around the environment, like cassette tapes, and you can listen to the tapes and work out how or where the person is via the tape. Listen to, so you hear listen to the tapes if you've got like a jack you can connect into. Unfortunately, your friend yeah. has it in his chest. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. He's your walkman. You have to carry him around. And, uh, <laughs> jack him. Uh, now, the yeah, it's it's there's a bit of that, and you have to restrict, there's like some hostages, and you can extract them if you want. You don't have to. So there's some optional stuff there. Yeah, it's it's all right. I I felt like it was it was nice and polished. Um, it it is, it has got me interested in Metal Gear Solid Five. But well, I was just going to ask that question. Like after playing this, are you interested in playing Five then? I feel like I, I'm more inclined to. However, I know for a fact that they will bombard me with stupid cutscenes that make no sense again in that one. <laughs> because in this one, it's just there's a cutscene at the start which is very nice, opening cinematic, and then then it's just an open world get the job done and finish, right? But I know in 5 it'll be, you know, like there's, there's there's a horse mechanic where you can make the horse poop, you know, and all these super crazy shit. And like the, <laughs> this, game whole, here. This, game this, whole, uh, this whole notion about like you can strap balloons to the people's backs and have a cardboard box and there's a woman on the side of the cardboard box and they get the soldiers get fooled by the <laughs> by the woman on the cardboard box. Well, and that doesn't sound all this non- you. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I ask you this, it, Okay, so we know in like Halo games you can teabag people. Yeah. Okay. In this game, could you like, for instance, kill an enemy and then get the horse to poop on him? Could you do that? Like a version of teabagging, well, but with I'm a horse. Ground Zero, so I'm guessing you could do that in um, uh, Metal Gear Solid in Five. Fact, Jason, yeah. Jason Gallagher just brought two pictures on the Twitch chat: one of a horse and one of a pile of poop. Um, so make sure you join the live chat just to see. Really fantastic. That's the thing you're missing if you don't listen live, people. Well, here's the fantastic. thing. I was thinking about this. As we know, Kojima and Kojima Studios has been pretty much taken off everything marketing-wise, off the cover of the box, off everything. Yeah. Do you th- do you think it'll also have been removed from the credits in the game? Because um, yeah, because I, I was just watching this now, and obviously it's coming up. Producers, you know, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, it's all, it's, his, his name's all over it. Yeah, written by, directed by. Yeah. And there was someone found a bit of a, a potential Easter egg. There's some collectibles in Ground Zeroes, and there was some weird text that said that he would he, all his previous game catalogs were being wiped away or something weird like that. And they were saying, yeah, did, like, did he something know? like it was something like. Um, even though my my name is no longer there, my legacy lives on, or something like you know something yeah. Yeah. that really um, says, hey, that's that's pretty close to home, you know. And and I think they were sort of saying that even when he made this game, he kind of knew it was on the cards even back then, as long ago as that. So it's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think it's good. I, I, I think Ground Zeroes is good. Whether I like, I'm more inclined to play uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, however, I know they're going to bombard me with stupid story shit. So I, I sort of like the simplicity of of this one. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's very well done. Maybe you'll be good. Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised like you've been do, with this. Maybe it'll not be a choice. I do have a choice ahead of me, Stu. Yeah. Uh, what is that choice? The cho- choice is. Um, Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah. Or New Vegas. New Vegas. Now, Witcher 3, come on. 
What's the point? Why would you want to play a game so old? Just play Witcher 3, just, man. What's because if I, don't, if I have to play it before Fallout 4. I have to play it before Fallout 4. Duke. Yeah, but you don't need to play Vegas to play Fallout 4 anyway. It's not like it carries on the story. And then go back to Vegas. I probably won't. Well, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much. Get on the Witcher, man. And I would say it's a lot more likely that you're going to enjoy Fallout New Vegas than it is The Witcher 3. Not that you won't enjoy The Witcher 3, but The Witcher 3 is swords and magic and elves and dragons and shit. And we know you loved Fallout 3. So it just seems... Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with you there, Duke. I wouldn't. Because... Because you love Witcher 3 and you want... No, no, because I think the way that Witcher 3 plays would be right in Chini's sort of what he likes. In what, what stuff. I mean, apart from the Wizards, Elves and shit, I think he's very... And I keep saying this, I think he's very, very much like Red Dead Redemption. That's kind of what it reminded Wait, me yeah. of a lot of the time I was playing it. In some and, yeah. It does. It does a lot with the horse riding and the you know the random events and stuff that you come across as you're riding across the world. I'm not trying to say anything bad against which. And the story being probably way better than New Vegas. I'm not going to argue that, but New Vegas has a good scenario in it, and I think Chinny would have a really good time in it. And I agree with you, Chinny, that you're not going to. First of all, you're not going to delay playing Fallout Four, which means no, and it's going to be very hard for you to go back to this, which means you're exactly. very unlikely to play this after Fallout Four comes out. Exactly. I would like you to play it, so I want you to play it. Exactly. Okay, let me ask let me ask you this though. No, no, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> There's a counter argument here. What what do you think you would get out of playing New Vegas at this point in time when you've got a next well, a current gen console now? You know, compared to playing something like The Witcher Three, what are you what are you gonna gain from playing New Vegas at this point? Because you're not gonna play it for story, are right. you? Let's be honest here. Fun. Yeah, but then what, what? What? What is the point when, in sort of two or three months' time, however long it is now, I can't count months, but however long it is till till Fallout Four comes out, you'll get equally as much fun on the current generation. And that's what I th- my my opinion would be. Fuck Fallout, man, and play The Witcher Three. There you no, go. Because because I'm gonna play The Witcher Three. That will happen. Okay. Yeah, but if I don't where, play well, Fallout well. New Vegas now, I probably will never play Fallout New Vegas. That's probably true, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you Done. this. How, how many weeks do you think you're going to be playing Fallout New Vegas for? Four. Four weeks? Yeah. And you reckon, you reckon that'll be enough to get it done? Yeah. Mm. You can get through the main story in one week. Yeah, well, yeah. one week of playing it solidly when you're on holiday from school, probably. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think don't know how hard you want to go with the side quests. Uh, I think just play Witcher, man. I don't, I don't see the benefit of you playing New Vegas at this point. The benefit is it's a great game, period. Uh, the you play say. this is because there's a timer on it. There's no timer on The Witcher 3. The Witcher 4 is very far off. Yeah, but then, you know, four weeks has gone by, right? Then we're into September. This is some horrible... Again, it's a personal affront to Stu if Chinny doesn't play this game. No, not the personal affront. I'm just working out timescales here because... Chinny, what would you, you get know, out he, of it? But he says four weeks. He'll be into the Fallout 4. Yeah. And then he probably won't play Witcher 3 at all then because he'll be playing that for the rest of the year. And it'll get to our sort of one of our favourite games of the year and he won't be able to talk about Witcher 3 because he didn't play that. 
And he played a game, but rather so something in, from like so three Feb- years ago, or four years ago instead. In February 2016, he'll go, man, Witcher 3 is awesome. Yeah, too late. Well, you know. Nobody cares. Yeah, but nobody, who cares about New Vegas at this point? Lots of people care. Nobody, no. You know what? No, Reddit's you do. been going but crazy no, on New Vegas lately. Yeah, but that's because people go, oh, yeah, I never played this game and Fallout 4's yeah, coming everybody out. Everybody says it's wicked, so shut up. <laughs> eh, whatever. Whatever. People are saying Witcher 3 is wicked. Oh, wait, a lot of them. There's also a very active Witcher 3 Reddit. Whatever. Good games. Once again, we don't have to compare them either or. Mm, if you say. Mm. Anyway, that's that's kind of it, I guess. Right. Moving on. It was time for news. Yeah, time for some news. Putting news first. Uh, so, uh, news. Chini, what's in the news? Uh, which is sorry, which are three? Mafia three, Mafia three. Hey. It's confirmed. Um, but 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 publisher two K uh, will unveil Mafia three at Gamescom next month. Uh, the reveal will appear in, on the Mafia YouTube channel on uh, one p.m. One p.m. Chinese excited for. On the fifth yeah. of August two thousand fifteen, Mafia three is developed uh, by Hangar thirteen. The uh, what? The California studio recently created by two K. Two K check. Is also involved. Oh man, it's not 2K check put solely. That's, that's whack. Uh, anyway, uh, we don't <laughs> have much else to go on. Uh, save uh, the image below, which depicts four shadowy figures next to a standing next to a swamp, sort of like a swampland thing. Yeah, one of which is a woman. One of which is a woman. So that's oh interesting. Oh my god! Uh, There's a woman. Was thought to be in development for some time at 2K check where the previous games were made but troubles at the studio suggested that 2K has rebooted development All a casting call revealed that March 14 suggested the open world crime game was set in Louisiana and mentioned characters called Franklin Tony and Mickey which are, which are very mafia names if I'm being honest hey, Tony. Hey, and Tony. Mickey. <laughs> um, okay here's the thing right uh, we have a little bit. We had a little bit of a to and throw on the forums about this because Tuscan wants this to have like way more side missiony stuff going on, you know, in comparison to the second game. But my personal thought is, I'd just like it to be like the, you know, the second game and just sort of be more concentrated on the story in a in a sort of a really well realized world. Yeah, but I, w- I want it to be the same as. Who, yeah, it's similar, similar sort of setup, but I think they'll do a more fuller sort of world full of you know side missions and stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you reckon? Oh, uh, I think um, maybe they'll drop a few in there because it was it was a very big deal, but I hope they just keep it stripped down to, to the main story. That's what I like. They, they'll probably add a few more things in there. I hope they don't, and if they don't, then that just shows guts. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. It's easier to get, um, you know, attention from the press if you pack it full of stuff than if you just go for a very good story. I, I think if you want to play an open world game with side missions, there's plenty for you there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much said that. I said like, I I don't see the point of them putting in a. I'd rather them concentrate on a really great story in an open world where you can still, you know, you can still travel around and you still got all those really cool locations rather than just putting a ton of pointless side missions like you're getting something like bloody Assassin's Creed or whatever. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? I don't want all though, that distracting bullshit, you know, to not put too fine a point on it. He's talking about GTA, dude. No, Well, yeah, but GTA, again, you know, I guess you're right. In a way, GTA has a lot of pointless bullshit in it, right? But the main story missions were quite cool in that. Now, what if, what if in Mafia 3, they do take a leaf out of GTA's book and have you know, a multi-plotted storyline with different characters that you play have, you know, play as at, the, as, That's at possible. the same time. That's possible. Yeah. And I, you know what, even if they did that, I think that's, that's great because, you know, when you watch a film and stuff, you don't just follow one character, do you? I mean, like some films, obviously you do, but you know, films, you, you go to different characters, there's different plot lines going on at the same time. You so know, Andre has just the same two characters the whole time. Yeah, of course. But, um, you know, talking about, normal film you know and they could even i mean let's be honest here they could even incorporate some of that sort of doing a mission with the th- you know three main characters in the game or whatever and you switch between them as you're doing the mission you know what i mean because each has their own little role to play in that yeah i mean that that would be i mean th- i think the problem there is you would blatantly be written off gta whereas GTA. yeah, yeah I, but I, who's I, not done that sort of thing before yeah, I know, but I think maybe they'll they'll put their own twist on it or something, something that we haven't yeah. seen, or or maybe just keep it story like you do this part and then you play as this person, or you play as this perspective and you get a different view on the story or something like that. So, you know, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I think I think I hope I say I think I hope that they're more likely to do something like that than just adding a load of pointless side quests just to say they've got them in there. That's. That's my hope, but who who knows what will happen? I guess we'll know more in a couple of days, really, because we haven't got long to wait now. So I guess we'll find out a bit more. Anyway, um, yeah. Other news. What else? Uh, ahead of next month's DLC, the first Rocket League patch is live. Uh, it brings some vital fixes. Uh, the full patch notes uh, are available um, on Kotaku.com if you want to click on there. But some of them include uh, quick chat commands that can now be used cross-platform bet- between the PC and the PS4. Um, other ones are the first ranked, sorry, the first player to abandon a ranked match is now banned from matchmaking for 15 minutes. Quite a bold update there. Uh, PS4 multiple visual optimizations. The frame rate doesn't quite lock at 60 frames on the PS4 and. Um, and have you noticed how loud your PS4 is gets while playing it? I can't tell if the game's blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it, it's it's more optimized. Sorry, the uh, thing about booting people who quit out of a ranked match, is that not going to make a lot of more people just sit there with the game idle if they have to go to the bathroom or something? Um, oh, yeah, I think more people, quit, more people quit the game because what happens a lot, apparently, in Rocket League is you, you, the game starts... And one team score, and then somebody from the other team drops very quickly because they know they're not going to win. So, so they it's more about problem. And they yeah, it's more about the people, the players that drop because they think they're going to lose. It's more about punishing them. Sure, and that's good. That's very yeah. Good. I think it's a good idea. I mean, can you imagine if you were playing Call of Duty or one of those games, and every time you quit out, it made you wait 15 minutes before you could go back into matchmaking, and you get well pissed off, wouldn't you? You'd be unlikely to quit early, wouldn't you, if that happened to you? True. I think I mean this is the sort of thing they should be introducing in FIFA because obviously that that probably goes on a hell of a lot in FIFA. You know, we'll quit out of a match. Yeah, really. yeah, no, that, they they have introduced some sort of punishment thing for FIFA. Yeah. So. Right, so they've already got that sort of thing in FIFA, have they? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good to know. Cool. Uh, so yeah, all the news. The time. 
there's no link on that one, Stu, so you fucked up. Oh, sorry, which one, which one is that? Oh, uh, must have missed a link. Anyway, carry on, I'll find out while you, you do something else. Go on, do another one. So, I'm uh, waiting for it to load. Kind of awkward. Waiting for it to load. With the wait- waiting for it to load. Remember the game Zombie U? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Zombie, without the U. Uh, Ubisoft has gone into detail about the PS4 and Xbox and PC version of Zombie uh, have, have been adapted to function without the Wii U gamepad. Uh, upon its release, original release, uh, much was made about the zombie you utilized the gamepad to create a sense of tension and claustrophobia uh, with you needing to split your attention between the two screens to avoid facing the ultimate death oh. naturally um, with just one screen to play with around this time certain fans are concerned that uh, we're looking at just another zombie shooter rather than the tense of, that the original offered. Uh, now the developer has penned a blog post trying to alleviate uh, concerns. The map has been moved to the main screen, though it, it will disappear when not required in order to keep minimal hood, uh, a minimal hood and high sense of immersion. Uh, the same mix between the gamepad and the main screen will be replicated. Blah, 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 blah. They've made a lot of touches to make the game workable. Wow, 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 wow. So I didn't even know it was yeah. going to uh, Yeah, it's called Zombie. So they've got zombie. rid of the U, obviously. Zombie. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite soon as well. It's releasing on the 18th of August, isn't it? So it's not very far away. Uh, so, yeah. Yep, so you've not got long to wait if you want to play Zombie. And I think, I've, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm almost sure it's digital only. I don't think there's going to be any physical copies of this available. So I think it's just a download-only game. Cute. So there you go. So there you go. Uh, uh, are you interested in this? Is it something you might be interested in playing? So, yeah, yeah, I'll play that. I, I, obviously, I've not got a Wii U, so I'd, I'd give it a go. Yeah. Mm, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Why not? Um, yeah. Anyway, what else is it? What else have we got? Um, PT has been remade uh, in the <laughs> Unity engine. Oh, my God. Uh, PT is gone and probably never coming back, but... Farhan Quarithia, uh, an inspiring game developer from Calgary, has rebuilt <laughs> it. Uh, and seriously, screenshots for screenshot, uh, this is almost indistinguishable from yeah, the original. But, but uh, I've heard that the quality isn't quite as good, so if you're expecting like an HD version, you might be... Uh, uh, sad if you end up with PTSD. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, that was pretty... According, according to Kwejirishi <laughs> Shishishi, uh, the project was part of a 3D modeling workshop he was planning to teach this September. Purely an exercise. Could he do it? How close could he come to recreating PT? The initial idea was to create a simple apartment, uh, but since the workshop was aimed at game developers, he decided to go for something a little bit more gaming focused uh pt is no longer available to download why not recreate it so there you go apparently it's not exactly the same so some of the gameplay elements that are in pt oh, aren't in this is there uh, a video that you could put up on this on the twitch so we can uh, how close they are 
I don't know whether there is. There might be. I'm, I'm assuming sure someone will have already done one. one. If only find one, find one. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody has done one of these. Um. So yeah, I mean, it is kind of cool that this guy's gone and done that, you know. And it, it's probably got it. In played the remake because you uh, the only one among us who played PT, right? I did play PT. I haven't played the remake. I just haven't had time. I've got a link to download it. Uh, so he's, he's he's obviously got a link for the game. He, he originally had it on uh, Dropbox, but his Dropbox got hit that much by so many people trying to download it that they suspended his account. A lot of people call it hugged to death when a website goes down because it's so popular. Yeah. Don't yeah. Have so call it the Reddit hug because people put. We have so a comparison. Somebody has made it. Yay! All right, let's have a look then. Make it bigger. Something. We'll see if it looks any bigger. But it, 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 I, bet did, I bet somebody did that the first night it came out. <laughs> it I bet this like person that. is getting job offers. Well, apparently he said that was part of the reason for doing it. Because yeah. obviously he's an aspiring he's game teacher, developer. Though. Yeah, yeah, but he's an aspiring game developer teachers as well. teachers out of their horrible teaching jobs. We want to get a real Fuck job. Fuck the kids. Yeah, screw They're a waste the kids. Of time. Yeah. Oh, wait. So he wanted to, to show his Let's programming see. chops. the SOBs. Yeah, so obviously you, you can't blame this guy, can you, for wanting to uh, to do this to see if he can get himself a job, you know, and, and show people what he's capable of doing. I mean, it isn't quite as good as the PT version, and, you know, that was amazing. Uh, but it's it's a pretty good effort. It's a pretty good effort, isn't it? It's close. It's close. And I've got to say, Unity is just getting better and better, isn't it? Do you know, as a, as a sort of um, engine for game development... So there you go. Yeah. So there you go. But we'll never see the game, so we can just forget it because we're never ever going to see <laughs> Silent Hills. Um, but maybe this person will make the game that Silent Hills was supposed to be now that he's shown that he could do it. Maybe. I don't think he'll be quite the same. How do you know? Maybe he's awesome. I like Farhan Qureshi. I think he's got an incredible talent, and I think he should make a game, and we'll all be impressed by it. He is cool, but he isn't. He isn't Hideo Kojima, is he? Let's be honest. I think he's here. better. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, right. What else is in the news, Chinny? I've I've put a link in, by the way, to the one that I didn't have a link before, so that's ready to go now. Um, 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 Okay. Enchantment? Enchantment. Here we go. Enchantment. Uh, vote to play. Coming soon. Exclusively to PlayStation Plus members. Hey, PlayStation Nation. As you all know, we'd love to hear back from this via the uh, PlayStation blog. This is written we'd by... We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, surfer guy. Hey, check it out. Big dudes. <laughs> As you all know, we'd love to hear your feedback, dude. <laughs> what brings the F to bed? Dude, I don't... I don't even know what it's worth me. Um, okay. So, with that in mind, I'm thrilled to announce PlayStation Plus promotion that literally puts the choice into your hands. Vote to play. Uh, this promotion enables PlayStation Plus members to vote for on one of several PlayStation 4 games for the upcoming month's instant game collection. The game with the most votes will automatically, automatically be included in our future free game lineup for PlayStation Plus. If your pick didn't make the lineup, don't worry, you idiot. You stupid dick! Uh, in the first promotion, <laughs> PlayStation Plus members can get the runners-up 
as a discount. We love to listen to our fans, and we hate Microsoft. So we just come up with this idea to dick them in the dick. <laughs> dick them in the dick, I like it. Dick them in the dick. <laughs> We're going to dick them in the dick. <laughs> dick them in the dick. Dick them in the dick. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea. I like it. I think it's a cool yeah, idea. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, they've been I'll looking at to sort of steal it. Yeah, they've been looking at Steam sales and going, oh, yeah, people like to vote on games, don't they? What they get for like a discount or whatever. Let's do that on PlayStation. Yay. Um. So yeah, it should be good. It'll be interesting to see what they pick for you to get to choose from. Uh, and the fact you get a discount on the ones that don't get through anyway is still kind of cool. So yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes. We'll see what we get to choose from first of all, and then we'll decide whether it's good or not. This or that. This or this or that. So yeah, so that's it. Any other news? Anything else you'd like to cover off? Uh, somebody made a uh, GTA RPG mod. Uh, they were yes, working on that. That video. I don't wow. understand exactly what it did that's so different from regular GTA Online. Mm. It just felt like you were getting P and you had, I mean, there's perks and stuff, which I guess is different, but it just, I don't know, GTA Online is already pretty RPG-ish. I don't understand why this got so much. Uh, I'll, I'll read it out. All the things you love about GTA 5, all the things you love about role-playing games together in one place, it's slowly happening, all thanks to a person who doesn't work at Rockstar. Uh, GTA RPG is the work of Logic Spawn, a modder out of the UK, uh, who's doing all the hard work of adding skill trees, new contracts and dialogue interfaces to Rockstar's giant open world sandbox. You can see some of it at work in the video above. I'm, I'm uh, playing that video on the um, thing. Uh, so you can check it out. This is, uh, I've just changed the name of it. Okay, so uh, while some of the interfaces and text are still rough and in development, it looks like Logic Spawn's work might deliver the hopes that many GTA players have had uh, for the game's online component. A fucking component where you can invite your friends easily. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. While the official <laughs> yeah. version of GTA Online does have some RPG-style progression features, they're pretty shallow compared to the depth of systems typically found in the genre. Uh, with GTA RPG, PC users will be able to pick a character class, focus on specializations, and go on side quests. If you're interested, you can grab the mod here, and there's a little link, but you can't click it because this is an audio podcast. PC Master Race. Yeah. Yeah, PC only. Yeah, we should should make that yeah. clear. I've been, I've, been yeah. playing, uh, I've been playing GTA on the 360 this week. Yep. Uh, because cause Matt... Matt uh, oh, who Matt, who's in the chat? Um, chat. Any news on Red Dead 2? He, that's what he said in the chat. That's all he cares about, is Red Dead 2. Um, nope. News about that. Matt, who's in the nope. chat... Uh, no, is the answer to that. He, he nope. says, do you want to play GTA? And I was like, all right, we'll play GTA. And I thought it was going to take a long time to update. Guess what? It fucking did. Um, but we, we managed to, to jump in. And uh, I don't want to sound like a next-gen snob here, but my God, it is tough to go back. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, uh, New Vegas, anyone? Just saying. Yeah, but... Uh, don't give it a, Don't be hip- no, no, I, there isn't. There isn't like a version of New Vegas on the Xbox One that's been remastered, is there? Is that Stu? No, there isn't. But it's tough to go back. Shut, Shut up. up. You know what I'm saying? Shut. So don't go back. Go forward, man. Don't go back. Gotta go back to the future. Okay. Um, Maybe come back. Bom, bom, bom. That's about it, I think. 
There is. I mean, the only other thing I would have said because I don't there know whether Duke was. Ever I knew he was in. <laughs> no, I'm saying right, Duke. We were, we were ever interested in the Pit Boy version of, of Fallout 4 for about four seconds, and then I was like, nope, I don't That's actually right. want that. Well, they can't make any more. That's it. Whatever's they made now is made. Make any more? They can't make any more. They, 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 it's, it's called impossible. Has broke. Okay, that's bullshit. I'm sorry for cursing. Ridiculous. Offensive. Talk about offensive. <laughs> well, they can't physically make any more. They can't make any more of these things. I don't know. Apparently, the the run at the factory where they're being made—that's the maximum they can make. More, they won't be worth as much. (laughs) Anyway, that all being said, some dude—if you've got yourself access to a 3D printer—and who doesn't? Who doesn't? Uh, some guy has actually made a schematic so you can make your own. So you know, if you know someone with one of those fancy 3D printers or whatever. Uh, you can download the schematic and you can go and make your own pit boy for your arm and it, it doesn't look quite the same apparently but it looks pretty good there you go it's pretty, so there you go make your bloody own sod sod bethesda and the fact that you can't have one anymore just print one out man that's all you need to do or don't Job. bother paying two hundred dollars for the game plus some plastic piece of crap on your arm <laughs> exactly uh by the way uh feng chui has actually got one of these pre-ordered yeah He's actually managed to to secure himself one. He he literally went in the the to game the day that they released the pre-orders for them. Um, so he didn't even know. He didn't actually d- intend to do one, and he went in. Well, and I can't remember on the who. first day of E3, he just happened to wander into game. Yes, oh, this is absolutely god honest truth. He happened to be in game on the day that they were allowed to start taking pre-orders for the Pit Boy. And he went in for something else, and it, the you know as they always do go. Is there anything you'd like to pre-order? And he said, well, what is there? And he said, oh, we've just got this um, special edition Pip-Boy thing for Fallout 4 that's coming out. You know, you can have one of those if you want. So he pre-ordered one, so he's actually getting one. There you go. So there you go. He just had my happiness. I think it's... It just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Now, interestingly, and this is the funny thing, he is a person who likes, uh, you know, the Samsung Galaxy Note. Oh, that is a funny thing. (laughs) That's funny because... Is too big to fit in the in the pit boy. <laughs> it's too big, <laughs> so he so he actually won't be able to to use it at all with the phone he's got because it's too big. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so he's getting it, getting it, and he can't That's actually. Understandable use it. in some way. If I paid one hundred and forty dollars for that thing, I'd be like, come on, make it expandable somehow. Yeah, but have you seen the note? They're about seven inches or something ridiculous. They're massive. The Samsung Galaxy Notes. They're huge things. It's like it's like putting a tablet to your ear. You know, it's like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why people want these gigantic phones, because it's just massive. But uh, there you go. Who am I to say? Who are you to say? Who am I to say? Right, anyway, that's that's news pretty much done, so let's do some emails. Oh, email! Whoa. That rules. That rules. Uh, so the first one has no subject, but it's from Samurai Samurai Goldfish, who is all the way in Hong Kong. Hey, Samurai. Samurai Goldfish. And he says this. Hello, ladies. Hello. It's not very nice, is he, calling his ladies? What's all that? Yeah, what's nothing wrong with being called ladies? Well. Well. Anyway, he says, hello, ladies. Uh, Duke suggested I write to tell you about my recent experience at the PlayStation VIP event held in Hong Kong. 
Uh, because PlayStation Network is super crap here in terms of what we get uh, what we get on it. They often hold these events to try and get more people to subscribe to the network, offering free games, goodies, and you get to try all the latest unreleased games. Well, I managed to get my hands on Uncharted 4. <gasps> Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> and Project Morpheus. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Damn. Anyway, it says Uncharted 4. I know. Uncharted 4 was great. Uh, everything I would have expected from a game from Naughty Dog, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. I managed to play their version of Horde mode with another guy. Uh, what was interesting was that it was over-the-shoulder cam only, much like Gears of War. Really? Yeah. I could not find any option to enter first person, only except when I was aiming down the sides. Horde mode included having to fight against walkers, which was fun. Uh, and no sign of those cool-looking jetpacks, though. On to the major disappointment, Ass Creed. Yes, we all know it's going to be more of the same thing. Yeah. Graphics, though, they look like something on a PS2. Oh, Jaggies everywhere. The draw distance was terrible, akin to that of full, a full three, ah, Fallout three. I'm assuming he means, uh, which even mods on the PC couldn't get rid of. Crap pooped in everywhere. Even things mere meters in front of me. Oh, pooped in, popped in, crap popped in. I thought it was crap poop. Uh, crap popped in everywhere, even where meters in oh, front of me. Jason call her letter. I know, yeah. I tried to look for some options to change things, but alas, I'm using a peasant machine which offered no such menu. They need to stop with the yearly release of this shit. It's a shame because the London setting does look good. Goldfish out. Thank you, Goldfish. Boom. 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 So he was impressed by Battlefront. Yeah, impressed by uh, Uncharted. Uh, and he didn't mention what he fought to Morpheus, so then maybe that was good or bad. Who knows? He never said. Maybe that's maybe that's a sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes no news is good news. Who knows? Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, we have. Sign that he forgot to mention it. It's that bad. Okay. Here's the next. The next email is entitled "The Big Question." Big question. Uh, and it's from Daniel Stenson, and he says, "This dear veteran gamers, I am writing in with a big question which has been playing on my mind." Go ahead. I have had countless nights in which I can't sleep over this. I think that's exaggeration. I don't believe that. I have woke up in pools of sweat. No. I need you to answer this question, which has been torturing me. Inside. Please help me. I need to know. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, God. Stop. (laughs) So, Ginny, is a hot dog a sandwich? Anybody fucking gives a shit. No. <laughs> no. So you're saying no. So what, what a constitutes hot dog a sandwich? He's a hot dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Mm, it's hard to say because you, cause you can make finger rolls into sandwiches, can't you? You can have fillings on a finger roll and it will be classed as a sandwich. Yeah, so what's I, the difference? I think, I think there has to be bread underneath and on top for it to class as a sandwich. Yeah, but it depends which way you hold it. Because you kind of, if you held it on his side, it would have bread underneath okay. and on top, wouldn't it? You could. Uh, you want to get into like, oh, it depends where you eat it. If you eat it in space, which way is up and down? Like, how technical do you want to I go? Don't I don't know. It could be true. Fucking hell! A traditional. When you picture a hot dog, the bread things are on the and the sausage lies on top. Okay, well, let me ask you this: 
let me ask you this. You can have what's known as an open sandwich, which doesn't have a top on at all. Come on, quit cogitating, yeah. Steinhems. Use an open-faced club. But it's still classed as a sandwich. Mm, open-faced club sandwich. Yeah, still classed as a Those sandwich. Those people are mental. Those people are <laughs> ill in the head, and they need medical advice. Uh, Nick21 uh, asked, are we going to be at Eurogamer on the Friday? Yes, we are. We're going to be at Eurogamer yes, on the Friday. Saturday and the Sunday. Yeah, we're going to be there all weekend. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get ready for that. Boop, boop, boop. Um, yeah, actually, that all being said, joking aside, I kind of agree with you. I don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. I would, I would class it more as a savoury snack. I think, I don't think it's a sandwich. It's kind of, and the the fact that it's hot kind of also makes it not a sandwich. But then you can have a toasty, which is also I don't know. It's all he has nothing to do with it. Is a Jaffa cake a cake? I don't know. And this is kind of falls under that category. So there you go. Sorry, we can't help any more than I'm that. Sorry. That's dumb. Anyway, uh, next email That's is entitled... blue yellow. <laughs> next email is entitled Man Tears. Uh, Another and it's I love. And it's from iPete. And he says this. Don't be nasty to iPete, you. Just saying. I hate that phrase. Anyway, he says, hello there, old-timey recording audio show. Yes, welcome. After playing the latest episode of Life is Strange, I was quite strongly affected by one of the decisions I had to make. Uh, Each of the possible outcomes was very upsetting. I didn't cry. I didn't almost cry. But I almost, almost cried. Yeah. It got me to thinking. When I asked you... What is your most emotional gaming moments were? What springs to mind? So, Duke, if, you know, what, what are your most emotional gaming well, we moments? We talked about this on Facebook, me and him, and I think I'll have to say that the end of Eco is definitely up there. I don't know if I can pick one, because there's been a bunch, you know, Red Dead Redemption, of course, and there's others, but I think the end of Eco is when I, you know, my heart caught in my chest or my throat or whatever. Like that yeah. really powerful moment for me. Yeah, you see, I didn't, I didn't get that as much. I, you know, I got it to an extent, I but I think Shadow of the Colossus did that more for me than the Eco. The ending of that game. I finished it. Yeah, it was kind of more emotional. Um, yeah, any others that spring to mind? Um, I said Red Dead. Um, you know, uh, uh, Limbo is kind of emotional, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. got emotional overtones. I don't know. I'm having trouble thinking. Uh, what about you, Chini? Anything that springs to mind for you? Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, we can all agree on that. Portal One, Portal Two. Do you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I got emotional about Portal One so much. I don't think I got emotional, but I, I definitely it stirred an emotion out of me. I was like, wow. Yeah, I guess. Portal Two, Portal two a little bit. About, more, but we talk about crying. Are we talking about like? I, I yeah, potentially crying. I don't, have you ever I, cried at a video like, game, Chini? Happy. I've never cried at a video game. No. Um, I think. Uh, What's uh, the closest Dead... you ever came? Yeah, Walking. No, I don't think... Oh yeah, Walking Dead. I actually did cry at Walk... Walking. Yeah. Good Walking Dead season one, and I loved Walking Dead season two. I thought it was fantastic and underrated. Um, loved it. Uh, so I like those games. And the ending to Mafia One. And how it yeah, related see, to Mafia 2, I thought was... Well, I was going to say sad. Mafia 2 ended. Yeah. Not sad, but, like, it's very sort of, like, 
Wow, that's 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 really interesting. Packs a punch. But yeah, Mafia Mafia Two, I would definitely agree with that. That made me at the end of that stop and think for a minute. You know, when it when it finished, that was it was a, it was a good ending, but it was also a, like a whoa ending. Uh, and the other one is To the Moon. Yeah, To the Moon. To the Moon, man, that was well emotional at the end. Yeah, I agree with that. That was a really emotional game. Uh, so they're out there, you know. These games. I'm agreeing on some stuff. Yeah, these games get you know every year we get one of these games that does a cool thing and tugs on our heartstrings, you know, because up to recent times games didn't do that sort of thing, did they? I don't. You know, man, Super Mario Brothers three. I was like, ooh, the whistle, <laughs> and he came across the thing. But that being said, I mean, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus are quite old games that managed to elicit sort of emotional responses from us, didn't they? So. Oh yeah. You know, so it has been done, but I think it's becoming more frequent, and Life is Strange is most definitely an example of that. Uh, and I think it's because game developers and writers are now prepared to uh, and realize that people will still get invested in games that do all that stuff, you know, rather than just shooting the shit out of everybody. Nothing wrong with shooting the I, shit out of everybody. You know, and I do think to an extent Telltale paved the way for that as well, to a certain extent, so that's cool anyway. Um,. So I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. Anyway, he carries on. Uh, I look forward to your answers and keep up the great work. P.S. If anyone wants to play Destiny on Xbox One, send me a message. My gamer tag is IPeat uh, with a space and then V2. So that's IPeat with a space and then V and the number two. So there you go. You want to play some Destiny with him? He's always up for that. See ya. So there you go. See ya. See ya. So there you go. See ya, please. Uh, see you, Dave. Uh, the next one is called Fallout Shelter. And this... Is from Richard Primrose. Yay. Yay. So he says this. He says, what on earth is Mike on about with this game? Uh-oh. Desolation and strife for the chin bunker, for God's sake. He needs to get to Casa. Cool. Shots cool. fired! Shots fired! 122 population armed to the teeth with minimum personal protection of a sawn-off shotgun. Uh, ghost machine guns, rocket launchers, flamers, and turned ray guns protect the door, whilst a radio station rocks out the wasteland and brings in outsiders to maintain a non-incestuous population. Nubile, slinky ladies wander the vault in slinky nightwear, and the lowest level has a six-space long bar where charisma is enhanced to the max with nuked Jaeger bombs and karaoke. Whatever the hell that all means. Uh, tapped out my ass, Mike Chin. Get back on the fallout horse. The fourth, the fourth post-apocalypse is months away, and you need to get prepped, fella. Uh, keep on chugging, chaps. Loving the podcast as always, Rich. P.S. Mike, if you respect my past history of TV tips, get on Mr. Robot ASAP. Six episodes in, and it's hit the ground running. This show will appeal to any tech-savvy person who enjoyed Fight Club, a must-watch show. Damn. Uh, Duke, a crystal method mix is forthcoming, and Stu, hacksaw mutilation of PCs is old news. You need to take a chainsaw to that bad boy. Wait, he's making a crystal method mix, or he's waiting? He is making it. Chris, he is he is doing a crystal method mix. I look forward to that. So there you go. So thank you. Like crystal method to, to listen to it. Something. Yeah. Why is it called a crystal? That's the crystal method. That's it. Oh. You have to take it to crystal listen. Crystal meth head. Uh, anyway, so that's that's that one out of the way, and then he I sent another one. Out shelter was fuck that game. I'm fucking done. I think <laughs> I have that. If you want to wait a second instead of just, uh... I just want to say fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, then he sent us a second email. Uh, the forgotten question. He said, forgot to ask the Skellywags a question. Ask us a question, damn it. 
It said, in light of all the remastered HD remakes and sequels, which big publisher developer will be most likely to announce an actual new, brand new, AAA IP? Isn't this a question that should come before E3 instead of right after it? I know, yeah, yeah. So any, any, which developer do you think is most likely to announce the next AAA IP then, a new one that we've never heard of? Rockstar? Rockstar does a lot of new IPs. Uh, I don't think <sighs> do, really. I don't think Rockstar do a lot of new hey, IPs. I heard a great idea. Right. Uh-oh. What if GTA 6 yeah, was the kid from Bully? Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool, but that wouldn't be a new IP. It's true. No, I'm, I'm just... I'm just fucking hell, Stu. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's asked us a specific question. You're How answering good not answering it. How good would that, that would be? That would be cool. Though. That would be cool. Yeah, it might be good. It might be shit. And it would kind of make sense. You know what I mean? Because he could easily be a, like a protagonist in the game, couldn't he? Or so maybe he just like he pops up in the next GTA game. You know what I mean? Like, what a great idea that was. Yeah, like a little cameo. Isn't he in one of the games? I thought he was in GTA 4 at some point. Wasn't there someone from another game in the flat? You go to a flat as one of the side missions or one of the story missions to some woman. And I, I, I'm almost sure he's there, isn't he? Oh, or could I, I be wrong? I think, I'm think i sure there's some sort of weird Easter egg at, at, a par- at a sort of, not a party, but you go and see this woman in a flat and she's got loads of people there. Just checking that. I could be wrong. Could be wrong, but it, it oh, seems to ring somewhere. Anyway, um... My my thought would be Ubisoft because they seem to be the only main publisher developer that seems to regularly introduce new IPs a lot. So I I would reckon it'd be Ubisoft is likely, and it'll just be another variation of Assassin's Creed formula, but a different setting. Um, yeah, it's tough to say. I don't know. I don't know what the next big IP will be. Yeah, so I think that that'd be Could my be most. A. Yeah, but yeah, just stick to the sort of franchises that they release year after year, don't they? And, and Activision does the same to a certain extent. Whereas and Ubisoft, Ubisoft you know, don't. <laughs> no, they do that as well. But I always feel like Ubisoft does sort of look at new stuff as well. I think they do a bit of a mixture of both. And you've got to admit, I mean, they've you know the division they brought out, you know, Watch Dogs, even though it was a bit shit. You know, they they do keep bringing new IPs out. So you know, I think I think Ubisoft is probably the most likely. Uh, he did. He did say disregard already announced games like Quantum Break and let your imagination run wild. So there you go, cheese rich. I don't know what sort of game it would be. You know what I mean? But I think it would probably be Ubisoft that will come from. Uh. Uh, so anyway, thank you, Rich, as always, otherwise known as School Duggar. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, our final email is from Derek Signs, as always, our regular emailer to the show. Yeah. Uh, got company this week, though. Company of another load of people emailing yeah. in. Anyway, he's not alone anymore. He's not alone. He says he said Duke Spirit Origin of the Thesis. Yeah. He says hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. 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 Uh, the subject of originality, creativity, and inspiration has always interested me, especially where music, film, and video games are concerned. Uh, seeing all the planned video game remakes, remasters, reboots, reimaginings, sequels, and prequels, I can only conclude that game developers are increasingly adverse to ideas that might be considered original or different. 
Uh, to be fair to game developers, a large percentage of the game public are only too happy to play the latest version of a familiar product, i.e. FIFA, Madden, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, etc. This is kind of ties into School Duggar's question, doesn't it? How it does. That? How about that? It does. How about uh, that? He says, after hearing Duke mention his habit of going to his local cafe to write, I wondered if he'd get the same results just sitting on a chair in an empty windowless room. Well, that's enough of my weekend. Uh, what, so, what does that have to do with originality in games? I don't know. I think he's saying if because you, you're sat in a cafe and there's stuff going on around you, maybe you get more inspiration no, than if you just no, sat no, in a room. interesting, actually. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, I've had varying levels of success in varying different formats. I don't know that I associate really myself with any one spot. I don't go to a cafe because it's more likely to be inspiring. I go because it's, there's fewer distractions. Um, but a windowless room, you know, that's kind of what Stephen King recommends in his book on writing. Uh, and I've had instances where I've been in, you know, I, I lived in a basement for a few years at my friend's house. And, you know, I had a room in the back there that was windowless and nothing else in it except the desk. And I did some good writing in there. But I also had one of the best writing experiences of my life at a Taco Bell at two in the morning. So it just goes to show. And I had, you know, Bon Jovi on the sound system and everything. And it goes to show you that, you know, it can happen anywhere. Yeah, I mean, my, my um, brother-in-law has retired last year, retired, and he's got into writing. He started to write short stories and stuff and wants to write a novel and what's not. Uh, he's an ex-teacher. He's an ex-school teacher. Already. I know, yeah. Um, but he, he gets inspiration from, from all over the place. He's written a short story that's potentially going to enter into a competition, and his inspiration for that came from a story in the newspaper. Ah. And basically, two guys have been arrested and are facing charges because they went. They were they were paid to carry out a hit on this guy, mm-hmm. uh, but they shot and killed his girlfriend by mistake. Ooh. And the guy who they were supposed to kill got off with no injuries at all, so he didn't he didn't even get injured. Uh, but they but they by accident shot the girlfriend and killed her instead. Yikes. So he's. But obviously, that's all you know. There's nothing more than that in the story, you know, and that they're, they're obviously facing charges, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he's written a short story now on that, sort of with the lead up to why the mistake happened. Yeah, cool. So he's he's taken that as his inspiration and written a story around it. So he wrote the end before the beginning, and then wrote the beginning after the end. If you How know, how can a mean. hamster write mysteries? Well, he comes up with the ending first, and then works backwards. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but it was pretty good. I gave it a read today, and it was actually pretty good. It's only it's only about two thousand words, which is the length that it has to be for this. Yeah. Uh, but he did a pretty good job. He's not a bad writer, you know. He's not a bad bad writer. He's quite interesting his uh, ideas. So, so we'll see how that goes. So yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How does that happen? Anyway, he carries on. Uh, the idea of nature versus nurture is a phrase I really only came to appreciate fairly recently. Uh, can original thought just happen in a person's brain? Or is everything molded by their surroundings and personal experiences? I think it is possible to have, you know, original thoughts that come out of quote unquote nowhere. I mean, every person is the confluence of social impulses and, you know, forces that wave around us. But I also think that we're much more likely to come up with, I know I've been more likely to come up with ideas when I put, you know, when I consider something that one art form has done and then I, you know, tie it to something else from over here. So I think, you know, if you want to try to nurture your creativity, the best way to do it is to try to, you know, consider what's out there and then tie things together. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, there was a there was a television series in the UK, and I don't know where Derek comes from, so I don't know whether he's American or, or UK or wherever. Yeah. Um, but there's a series called Child of Our Times, and that series explored that very idea. That's what they wanted to. So in the millennium, when these kids, the the I think it was like 15 different children from yeah. totally different backgrounds. And basically, they just sort of monitored and tested them every year from from when they were born in in the millennium, right? Just just to see whether it was nature or nurture that made the child what they were when they became an adult, right? Um, and it was quite an interesting show. And it was, I mean, one of the kids was in a very poor background, um, you know. But but when they did, obviously, you can do IQ tests on very young children, right? You know, before they were sort of able to read, write, and all that sort of stuff. And his IQ was really high, even though he was obviously being brought up in this very poor background. And his mum didn't really have a very good job. But when they did, when they tested her, her, her IQ was also very high. Oh. But because of the background and upbringing that she'd had, she'd never been able to really sort of build on that sort of intelligence that she had. Right. Well, that's so a even, big tragedy in my opinion when people yeah so even though she had the nature right the nature attributes to make her sort of successful because of where she was brought up in the nurture she received she didn't actually get to do that so it's kind of a, it was well, kind I, of interesting i have a lot of students who i can see raw potential in them but you know they come from broken homes their parents are abusive or neglectful or you know they don't have the resources to pursue their dreams or their capacity that's really breaks my heart yeah so there you go. Uh, anyway, he continues, I know Chinny is a guitar player, but has he ever written any original music? And if not, what made him take up the guitar in the first place? Chinny, that's a song about question. playing games. Here, wait, I have it right here. <sighs> I guess the game that Chinny's played and finished yeah. this week. That's an original song. There you go. Uh, right. That's a very good right. question because I don't know the answer to this. It's true. Right. The reason why I started playing... Uh, the guitar was because get chicks one christmas one christmas <laughs> my brother said i'm gonna get a guitar for christmas next year right and i said oh that's a good idea i'm gonna get a guitar for christmas next year as well then um my brother sort of got off the idea and and sort of moved on to other things where we got a tattoo. I, yeah he got a tattoo he's getting a tattoo every week i um, didn't like I, I just stuck to it, and I always wanted to know how to change um, chords without looking. That's what I was fascinated with, right? How do you change chords without looking? I was I couldn't believe that they could do it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what stuck in my mind. Um, and then I just stuck to it, and eventually got a. Uh, got a guitar and then i was strumming it and and, and sort of like playing it but badly and my dad was like hey you know do you want to have lessons and i was like yeah so i did yeah. and um and uh and the rest is uh history so so yeah. let me ask you this though you've got you've not answered the other part of his question have you ever written any original music or songs now the reason why i'm stalling for that is because <laughs> i am trying to find a song that i wrote well, you've, you've actually written a song. I'm impressed. Well, I, I came up with the idea for the song, right? We had, and it was for work. It was recent, actually. Um, <laughs> really? I came up with the idea, right, for the song. And we needed a, a, a song for um, 
a video that we was making, right? And it was a big, um, big video, and it was it was really cool. And we needed something to make it sound really epic, right? And we made two videos in the end. One was a bit more upbeat, and it had like like dubstep and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but this one was very serious, and I have that song. The only really the best way to show you is this playing this video. But I do have the actual, just the song. But in this video, you'll hear like the interviews as well, because it's the actual video. So you'll hear people talking so as you've, well. So you've written but the song that's painting this video. I, 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 I recorded this on my iPhone, right? And I sent it to Dan. Dan's our music man. He makes all our music, right? At, for work. And I sent my iPhone recording to him. And I said, make that better. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I said, just make that good. Right? And then just put your armpit on it. And then just make that. And he and he made it, and it was ace. Um, this is it? I actually have. And so this is right here. So I'll go ahead and play it, shall I? Yeah, let's hear it. Love on the free love freeway, but the love is free. Freeways <laughs> long. I've got some hot love on the hot love highway. Going home because my baby's gone. She did. She's not there. She <laughs> She's not there. <laughs> no, 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 that's from the office. That's not. Oh, I've sent the link, but obviously you'll hear people talking. You'll hear Dave Tucker talking and, and other people. <laughs> Are you uh, sure it this was a, This was this was a video to promote um, a, a Formula Renault car. Uh, you ready? And so it's yeah 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 yeah. Go. Let's hear it. The idea was to give students a practice. The music. The catch twenty-two for graduates. You know, you can't get a job until you've got experience. You can't get experience until you've had the job. So it's a way of bypassing that issue, if you like, to uh, enable employment ultimately. Running a car as well, you know, being able to go on the track. I mean, a lot of places might do a maple score degree course and that, but Just they don't have a car to run. So they're only getting the theory side of it. With when you do a, uh, I'll tell you what, course, to skip ahead to, but, and you can uh, actually work on a. Skip ahead to about a minute. A minute. Real teams in in industry one. They're understanding suddenly how important their element of the chain is to the overall strength of the team. It's good. It's very soothing. I'll- it's very, it's very. Oh, 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 it's more. It's amazing what what we're doing with the little amount of time. You wrote that, Chinny. I wrote the book of it. Yeah, I wrote the book of it, and then you should uh, I like the music. Added some the music. choir to it, and he added some string to it and stuff. But I wrote that on the piano, funny enough, not on the guitar. Yeah. So, so I, you play I, piano I, as well. I'm learning the Jeez. piano at the moment. Dude, he's like multi-talent. Dude, what is going on? Dude. He's a genius. He's a genius. The piano seriously impedes on my gaming time, though. It like really takes it away. Uh, but I've learned... I'm learning two songs on the piano this week. Do you want to know what I've learned? Um, that, it's Roll out the barrel. It's that song, it's that song from the, the, the advert with the horse, the Lloyd's CSB one. What oh, is it? Well, is that a... Boop, 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 boop. That one. No, not that. Oh, that's Lloyd's TSB, though, isn't it? I don't know. That's from Lloyd's TSB. Yes. But anyway, uh, no, here's the here's the thing, though. I thought, when I was listening to that, it reminded me of the sort of thing you get in Heavy Rain. Yeah, kind no, of don't dramatic. Insult, don't insult. Don't, just don't insult. <laughs> a kind of dramatic music, man. <laughs> you get lots of different games. You don't have to go to Heavy Rain for that. But I yeah, know. I came up with the... 
the general gist of the uh, the the tune, and and then Dan. Uh, Very nice. Dan made it good. Um, Stuff. Yeah, and then uh, so this is the song. I'll send you this link. This is the song that I learned on the piano this week. This one's actually pretty easy to play. And then I learned another one, um, which is pretty hard. But you play so that one. I'll, it's called it's, it's called Birdie. But, uh, yeah, Wings by Birdie. It's the Lloyd's TSB one. Huh. Play it. Trying to cut in. It's a cute version of it. And there's music which you're so that one. To. And then I'm also learning to play the Smiths. Please, 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 uh, let me get what I want. Ah, because nice I, choice. I learned that. I, I learned that song on the guitar because I, I like that song because I saw, I saw that video. Uh, somebody posted a video of you know those stupid infomercials that you get online. Um, yep. Somebody posted a, like a like a montage of infomercials, but with that song in the background, and it made it really, it was really funny. All right, and um, that's when I thought, I thought that's a great song. So I learned that on the guitar. It took me ten minutes to learn on the guitar, and then like an hour to master on the guitar, really quick, no problem. But on the piano, I'm still learning it, and it's I've only got like, the first like minute. And I'm very slow. I think it's going to take me like two months to learn it on the piano. But I'm learning that. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, right? Because are, are you getting lessons to, to learn the piano or are you just teaching yourself? No. No, I'm teaching myself on the piano. That's crazy. Oh, that's hard. So what made you suddenly yeah. decide you wanted to learn to play the piano? I got a piano. What, like a no, proper, was, upright, proper no, piano? My brother, was, my brother acquired a piano through work. Somebody, This woman just gave him a, a really nice keyboard right and um there's one tiny fault with it one of the keys is slightly louder than the others but apart from that it's really good and he just said to me he's like do you want it i was like yes <laughs> yes i do and then so yeah wow nice. no who'd have known honestly i'll tell you what chinny that man I, of many you talents you can learn how to play because someone gave you a guitar it's like yeah guitar baby yeah. There you he's go. So I guess the answer is we know why Chini took up the guitar, and yes, he's written a mu- original music. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, so suck on yeah. that. Both of them. I mean, a... um, had you just uh, just out of interest prior to very recently, had you written any original music before then, or or made your no, own songs? I mean, I I mess about and I make little riffs and stuff, but I I never actually like made something into an actual music file. You know what I mean? Like nothing exists. Wow. I just sort of dick about and, and make little riffs and stuff, but. I just then I just think, oh, if 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 I gave this to Dan, he would probably make something cooler. It's again, like Dan's the sort of mastermind in terms of how it's put together. Mm. But I just come up with like the sort of general gist of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. There you go. Chini is the ideas man. Uh, anyway, he continues. My emails to the veteran games are usually inspired by listening to podcasts and, of course, playing video games. Of course. Uh, sometimes, sometimes ideas just pop into my head sitting on the bus to work. Uh, so I've always considered those ideas to be original thought. Whether those ideas are of any value or interest is another thing. Uh, no, I think that's fairly good. I mean, we we always have good conversations regarding your email, so I think they're, they're always interesting, I guess, or of value. Always. So that's always. 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 Always low prices. Uh, is Michelangelo's David statue any more original or inspirational than the Thong song by Cisco? Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, just a note, Cisco is a very avid uh, gamer, by the way. Really? Yeah. There you go. There you go. I guess if you if you just took it as an idea, then possibly not. But I don't know whether it's got what as much put, value. If you put a thong on Michelangelo's David, <laughs> there you go. Combine the two. Uh, he can, he can, one is a celebration of the perfection of the human form, while the other is a statue by some famous Italian geezer. <laughs> yeah, but one ah, of them good. does make you get on the dance floor pretty damn quickly. It does. It does. Uh, anyway, all this head scratching is making me itch. Keeping, uh, keep thinking good thoughts, Derek. So, yes, thank you very much for that. It was a good email. I like that. I like Derek's emails. They're good. Yes. They're good. So, thank you very much. Um, and that's kind of it. That's all the emails are done. Uh, there was something I did want to mention. There was one something I did want to mention on the on the Twitter sphere. On the Twitter sphere, somebody um, yes, uh, Jason Gallagher, who is actually incidentally in the chat, uh, did at Veteran Games UK. Stu, uh, flying in from the states, I know far journey, and renting a car if you need a ride to crash Chinese party. Just saying. So there you go. I'm even getting grief on Twitter. Are you happy yeah, now? Good. Yeah. Good. Are you happy? Good. I'm getting, I'm getting grief from all angles. As you should. I know. It seems that way. Yeah. It seems that way. Uh, anyway, here we go. Uh, that's it. We do need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. Oh, by the way, have you have you noticed that uh, uh, Chini the Diva has has reappeared again on Twitch? Yeah, he retweeted. Hey. Yeah, because yeah. he disappeared for ages, didn't he? There was no uh, Chini the Diva stuff at all, and then suddenly reappeared. Um, hmm? So he's only done 95 tweets. Only done 95 yeah, tweets. And the, yeah, and then he sort of didn't do anything for, well, well, let's look. He didn't do anything from uh, December the 7th, 2013, and then suddenly reappeared in June. So it was like, nearly seven months Damn. before Chini the Diva did anything so where was where was Chini the Diva for all of that time missing in action yeah he was that's the way you're real diva like the flaucet so there you go who'd have known mm. Mm, mystery the mysteries of Chini the Diva I will prove that I'm not Chini the Diva myself no we know right. you're not Chini the Diva because, no I'll prove that I'll prove it right uh, if you, I've, I've got the laptop camera on now, right? And then if right. I click on my Twitter app, right, you can click to switch users, and it shows the three accounts that I have for Twitter. Yeah, but don't you have to activate yeah. each account on your phone? No, but like, I don't know. But yeah, like, you could just do it from a PC, couldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could, <laughs> but I we don't believe. I, that doesn't prove anything. I don't do that. But the only three I have is my personal one, Stansar and, and Veteran Gaming. I I couldn't be asked to only do it on the PC. There's no way. No, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever tweeted from the PC in the last two years. I don't think I've ever thought for one minute that you are actually Chinidas either. It is obviously somebody else. I've always thought that anyway. But who that person is is still a bit of a mystery. Because I'm still not totally convinced it's IPT, even though that's who you think it is. Well, there's some Don't tweets. IPT I, has been tweeting Chinita Diva, and Chinita Diva has been tweeting back. And it was something along the lines of, like, oh, people are going to think you're crazy talking to yourself. 
Can't yeah. That was the bar response. Um, yeah. I don't know. Very odd. Anyway, let's do some shout-outs. So over to you first. Uh, Duke, by the way, I think he only did that so he could show off his iPhone 6, by the way, just saying. Yeah, uh, yeah Duke, over to you. Uh, I will shout out... Um, who is it that I want to shout out? Uh, yeah, I want to shout out the guy from CMW. I don't think he's listening, but whatever. Um, I will shout out Roberto UK because uh, he's getting his new gaming laptop soon. And I will shout out Evil Shredder because he recommended the podcast Serial. And there have been a lot of people who have recommended that to me, but uh, it's a good reminder that I need to watch that or listen to it rather at some point. And uh, yeah, everyone who's listening and in the chat and all that stuff. Thank you, everybody, for being part of the Veteran Gamers. And thank you for letting us be worth your while. I hope we're worth your while. I hope so, too. Over to you, Chini. Uh Just one shout out for me. Uh, I'm gonna get the name. Uh, Jack Moore, ten. Okay. Okay. And the That's reason it. being, uh, the well, re- he, re- he added me on Xbox, saying, um, "Let's have a look at the message." But, but he added me on Xbox. He's a listener, and he said, uh, duh, 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 duh. "The veteran gamer show is top class, especially Chinny. I hope the other oh. two die." Oh, uh, no. Gosh. That part, that part was uh, I mean, we, made up. Uh, no, the Veteran Gamer Show is top class. Hope you don't mind me adding you. So I naturally replied and said, how very dare you um, go away. Do so, you not know I'm a diva? Yeah. Um, and obviously Jack Moore is ill because he has a thousand gamer score on uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, uh, so man. we need to get some money together and send it to him because he... He's uh, mentally unstable because that is ridiculous. Yes, it is. It is indeed. Ridiculous. Um, is, is that it? Is that it for you? That's it for me. Uh, well, I'm going to shout out a new podcast that I've started listening to lately. Not that they probably need one. Ooh. Uh, but it's, and, and I'm not sure you may already listen to this, Ginny. You may be already listening to this. Ooh. Uh, but it's on, it's off Radio 4. Uh, and it's called The Infinite Monkey Cage. No, I don't listen to that. Have you heard of this, either of you? Nope. It is excellent. I can totally, totally recommend it for nerds everywhere. Uh, it's it's hosted by Brian Cox. You know who Brian Cox is? Yeah. Who's our, like, you know, the UK. I have to travel to all these amazing locations just to explain this very basic premise about the solar system. Correct. Bye. Uh, and... And a stand-up comic called Robin Ince. The Independent um, described it. Yeah. Witty Robin Ince is good. Look at the world according to science. Yeah. Robin Ince and what's is a very cool good is, friend of Ricky Gervais's. Uh-huh. He is. So here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, like when Jude does his didactic sing cast. Oh, that show sucks. Yeah. He makes it accessible and easy to understand, like politics and all that crap. Nope. Right. It's true, isn't it? It's true. This isn't it, Ginny. You agree with this? Well, you know. When Duke does his show, you understand. It makes you feel smart because you understand what he's talking about. Yeah. He does it in a way that's accessible. Yeah. Well, that's what these two guys do for sort of science and physics and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's wow. very funny. And it, they did a great show recently. They're, they're sort of touring America at the moment, doing all these shows in America. And um, they did a show on are we the most intelligent beings in the universe uh, was a question that they asked. And they had some guests on, and it was it was really interesting and and really funny at the same time. 
Cool. And they were, you know, and some of the points they were making were like, when you thought about them, you're like, oh, that's kind of true. Because they were saying we keep sending out all these radio messages into space, trying to get some response from somewhere else. But they, then they said, if you if you take the world as a civilized sort of place where we've you know evolved over the years, it tends to be that that bigger nations want to try and conquer other bigger nations and all that stuff. So what's not to say? We're inviting people to invade the Earth like you see in a lot of sci-fi movies by sending out radio messages, basically telling them who we are, how many of us there are, and, and you know what to expect when they get here. That's what Stephen Hawking so, said. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of half agreed with what he was saying. So it was really interesting. So uh, yeah, definitely give that a listen. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, School Duggerer, uh, uh, I'd like to give him a shout out. He's uh, doing a new mix, so he's got some mixes uh, coming along. <laughs> So he's going to be doing some of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, he's cool. He's very cool. He's cool, Dougra. Uh So shout-out to him. And also another another quick shout-out to Midlife Gamer. Um, from what I can gather, the, the numbers are increasing now for the for the party on the Saturday night of EGX. But uh, uh, funnily enough, on this week's Overseas Connection, Bongo the Same did make a, a point that I'd, I hadn't really thought about. Because they're having a bit of a disco and all that stuff this time, I think. You know, booze and sort of music and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be weird because it's going to be mainly blokes <sighs> all in the same place. And there won't be any women there. So yeah. how weird is that going to be? Element. You're missing an element. There are women. Yeah. There. there are women that show up to these things. Um, there are, but not many. Not many. <laughs> the ratio is probably in the favour of men. But... Uh, yeah. You're missing an element of of the equation. They're going to be very drunk. Yeah, that is also true. That is also true. Uh, but it didn't make me think. Anyway, whatever happens, it'll probably be a lot of fun and probably a very good laugh. So, uh, so if you want to see us there, because we'll be there along with loads of other people uh, at EGX. Get oh, you have to go over to midlifegamer.net and you can purchase tickets. I don't know how many are left now, but I imagine they will sell out eventually for the amount that they can hold there. Uh, and it's £5 a ticket, and once the, the venue's been paid for, the rest will go to charity. So there you go. So, yeah, you can all meet us there. Charity! Charity! Uh, and I think that's kind of it. So on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, good night, much love. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, Similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Real are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out, vghub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Thought I had opened it in a new tab and I could play the- <laughs> just it. That is the I best ending to a show ever. Right there. Just yeah, that's three seconds brilliant. of silence. And- <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you see, it. do you know what? Sometimes some of the best things that ever happened are just pure accidents. <laughs> Just that's what that was, but it was you just class. Say I'm one of the best things that ever happened. There you go. There you go. It was just awesome. Nah. Oh. 
I'm sure you were never an accident, Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So there you go. Another week is done and another show is completed. Yup. Yep. 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 Indeed. I am about probably halfway, maybe two-thirds done with the uh, Skyrim cross-stitch. So keep your eyes peeled, people, next week. Hopefully we'll show it off. Now, now here's the thing. Don't drop it down the back of the unit. Hell hey. no. I'm not dropping it nowhere. I got this. Do you know what I'm saying? For it and everything. When you finally get done, yeah. make sure you put it somewhere special where you're not going to lose what it. Kind of moron What's the design of the Skyrim one? Or are you keeping that a secret? Eh, it's the Skyrim logo. Yeah, so it is. The, it's just the logo. It's only the logo, but I mean, it's cool that you're designing it yourself. So that's very cool. And I've got like three, four other designs that I've got planned. So it's gonna be wicked. Gonna be wick, wick, wicked. Loving this cross stitch stuff, and it's it's cool because it's a portable thing too. Like I can, you know, we went to this party the other night. And I didn't really know anybody there, and it's just like I can just bust it out, and it's a conversation piece. People will be like, "Hey, what are you making?" And I'll be like, "The Skyrim logo." They're like, "What's that?" I'm like, eh, "Video game." And they go, oh, what do you make it? What's Skyrim? What's Rustage? Yeah, right. <laughs> do you know what's weird, do right? Charge it, do you have to charge it in the in the plug? I, you know, it's funny you mention that because no, obviously you don't have to charge anything. But I have the design on my iPod Touch, and if I don't have it, you know, set to go off every two minutes, then I have to keep it plugged in. So actually, there is a charge involved. I ah. need to use my device. For the pattern, I could convert it in some way to, you know, most patterns that people use for cross-stitch have these little marks on them. You know, you have an X for this color of thread, you have a Y for that color of thread or whatever it is, um, and then you print it out on paper. But I've not done Uh that, and I don't really want to bother with that extra step. I think I'll just rather use my device. Yeah, someone's just put something kind of funny in the chat. Ah. Uh, someone, someone's put, just realize you don't have a Velocity Gamers button on your Twitch page, uh, which is what Drop Shorts put. But then again, why advertise a competition? We don't see that as competition, but funnily enough... Hub is not competition. Uh, no, and, and Velocity Gamers also belongs to Duke. Exactly. <laughs> so he'd be in competition with himself. Put it. <laughs> exactly, which is kind of funny. Um, but that's a Chini thing, because Chini's the sort of... Uh, the face, oh, the sort of not Facebook, but Twitch person. He he would have that yeah. button, I guess. If he I was do the uh, YouTube and Twitch stuff. Twitch, you're yeah. Twitch and YouTube. Uh, I do funny show stuff, <laughs> and Duke does Velocity Gamers <laughs> and all that other stuff and the the website side of things. I haven't been streaming. Thing I do a lot for a long time. I haven't done. No, anything. I haven't. I'm going to stream Journey though. I think that's the next thing I'm going to show. I might do that one night this week actually. Uh, you got a whole week. I know, so I might do one night of of journey. I might do a whole like playthrough. Do not a journey and then stream something else. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should do that. Maybe I should. Huh? We'll see. Anyway, that's it for the show. So thank you as always, people, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Coolio.